Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service, and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. When we call him Hitler, we're not saying it just as as some sort of Godwin-esque, you know, let's jump to the furthest extreme that we possibly can. No, it has absolutely nothing to do with it. It has the no. fact that he's an authoritarian fucking government person. Literal fascist. Who, who rode into office on the unpopular vote, who's taking power and giving it to those who are going to distribute it to make him more better. Uh-huh. Hey everybody, this is the Utah Outcast. We are a very much uncensored and unabashedly atheist show coming at you from the great and spacious state of Utah via podcast and YouTube. We strive to bring you some news you missed, have some fun with real audio, and oh so much more every week. Uh, for each topic we find funny, infuriating, or just plain newsworthy, we make sure to consume each with as much skepticism and as much as reverence as legally allowed by our church-ran legislature. I'm X, and I'm your host. This is episode number 74. And before we get to the show proper, let's meet our panelists for the evening and find out what they've been up to. So in no particular order, help me welcome in Kyle Steenblake and Felicia Antwistle. Welcome, guys. Hmm. It's good to have uh, you back. Hey! Felicia, what have you been up to this week? Oh, dying inside just a little bit. <laughs> for the for the people that are getting the, uh, the unedited show, we probably just went off for about 20 minutes about politics that you, thankfully you won't have to hear here because it's not a lot of rehash, but it's stuff you're probably tired of hearing about. <laughs> I'm not okay. Nobody's okay. This fucking not nation okay. is not okay. So it's going to be a very, wow, it's going to be a very fucking interesting next couple of years. So, uh, Kyle, what about you? What do you been up to? <laughs> uh, well, it was a it was a day. Uh, so we, how's we, that we white male privilege treating us? Uh, pretty <laughs> last one. I'm sorry. Pretty pretty damn good. I I would definitely sign up for it again. Yeah. Um. It's I been like having cheat codes. <laughs> <laughs> treating me pretty well. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> now let's put it oh, out there. I think it's even uh, though we have it in easy mode. We still have shit that goes bad in our life. We, oh, every this, every yeah. white cishet male has, you know, problems just like everybody else does. The thing is, we just have a leg up just on a lot on of other shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Again, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm That's not helping, yeah. Felicia. Do not interrupt. No, I'm just kidding. You yeah, I'm, the, I'm the, the nation has shown that we have power over every one of you women, so you just <laughs> sit there and you be quiet. Oh! <laughs> I'm Oh, I'm drinking more. I'm just going to drink so more. So when we finally start making money off of the show, <laughs> we're going to pay you 30% less. <laughs> I designed this motherfucking logo. I have proof of that. You think I don't know copyright law? I've been an artist since I was 14. I know copyright law. Come at me. It doesn't matter. The courts will choose me anyway. It's fine. Oh, God, yeah, why? Like, I, I have text here that says that we can use it. 
I'm just kidding. Anyway, so Kyle, Felicia, oh. been a fun week, huh? With how how was Tuesday for you guys? I don't know about you, but I watched the uh, the six hour cog disc like live broadcast, mm. and they're like, "What the fuck is happening? What the fuck, America? <laughs> what is happening?" Yeah, i i got I got about three quarters of the way through the uh, the Florida. Mm. fiasco and mm. i went i'm taking a xanax and i'm going to bed because nope and you woke we, up um, with the fucking krampus came and visited and uh-huh. they went to us a giant steaming shit pile in the uh-huh. house well uh-huh. president trump president trump okay shut the fuck president. up <laughs> gonna <laughs> grab you by the <laughs> pussy I don't, know if guys, I don't know liar. if anyone's picked up on this. I don't know if our show is or if our audience no, has picked no, up on this, but no. I've been working for Meinhold <laughs> for a while, and uh, he was running for governor of Utah, and he lost. How, how, I didn't catch the uh, the totals on that one. How how bad? He was got about thirty percent. Well, that's he won Salt Lake County. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's something. Uh, for mayor, having boot out Ben McAdams. Oh, he can't be Ben McAdams. He's got too much name recognition. Uh, yeah, Ben's an easy name to know. <laughs> too bad. I liked, I liked Mike quite a bit. I He's oh, awesome. He's a great guy. So that night, um, my boss got uber toasty. Like, uh, actually, uh, really drunk. Because, I mean, things had started going downhill by then. Yeah. And then our guy conceded. And, I mean, we knew it was coming by then. Uh, I mean, we knew it. We've, we've known for a few weeks now, mm-hmm. um, which sucked. But, you know, um, so he conceded and we hugged. And then I got my boss home and he was gone. He was just gone. Mm. And uh, he's like, is this really happening, you guys? And at that point. It was like 266 electoral votes for Trump. Oh, God. Yeah, at that point, it was like... <laughs> so we got home, and uh, my roommate, Kevin, and his girlfriend were still up, and we got back, and uh, I-, I cried. I could have just used a hug by the time I got home from work that night. But instead, <laughs> I decided to put myself in front of the microphone. So uh, I'm sure you've heard Felicia and my uh, our rants about this whole thing that we... <laughs> We posted on YouTube. If not, you should go check it out. Um, yeah, because man, I'm not. I'm not going to rant about it. I'm going to rant about something else. Mm, yay! We're going to have rants later on in the show. Yeah. So let's see. For as far as for me, um, I caught a lot of hell from. You know how when I became friends with Shalice Blythe from uh, the Satanic Temple mm-hmm. here in Utah. Yeah. And people started talking shit behind my back to my wife. Yeah. Apparently, they did the same thing. Finding out my because I I tell my kids about Donald Trump grabbing women by the privates and stuff like that. And, and I post a lot of stuff on my personal mm-hmm. wall right. about a they lot of this right. stuff. And so, no, no, you know, I, I think, you know, I'm teaching my kids, you know, the truth. Apparently that's offending yeah. people in my family on my wife's side of the family. They're, they're, okay, offended. If they're offended by my kids learning truth. <laughs> like mm. objective video proof. Yeah. He is on the video saying, you could do whatever you want. You can grab him by the pussy. Like, uh, yeah. I just start saying, I don't even wait. I don't even Mm-mm. wait. <laughs> for some reason, they got mad about that and how I was telling them about how, how, how he's a bully because he is yeah. a bully. Yeah. And about a lot of the stuff. So I, I caught a lot of shit from that on my side of the family. And so 
I've really learned in the last couple of days how to set up the, I mean, it's something I knew to do, but it's something I didn't want to do. But, you know, when you post shit on your own personal wall, how you can exclude certain people. I've had to set up a couple of those because people just can't handle, you know, their reality distortion field being wiggled a little bit. They can't handle that shit. It's okay. If it's inappropriate to discuss with children, then maybe they shouldn't be president. Just a thought. Yeah. Just name me one fucking thing. In Hillary's emails, you that kids aren't, aren't going to give a fuck about the emails, and they're hey. not going to care about the hey. DNC. The spirit it's dinner. Fine. It's fine. Spirit it's fine. dinner. <laughs> Google that one, everybody. That wasn't. Did you not catch that one, Felicia? Uh, was uh, that the one with the Catholics? No, this is the one where it was the the satanic ritual where they eat like bodily fluids or something like oh. that. Oh God, that's not that's oh, because God. one of the people one of the people in the email from Mike Podesta's list was an artist that made something called Spirit Dinner. It was like a painting or an art installation where it had those bodily fluids, and so people were convinced that this was a satanic ritual happening. And I'm like, you know, I happen to know art. quite a few satanists, and we don't do rituals. <laughs> art. Doesn't have to be real, okay, Christians. Yes. Um, Twilight didn't happen. Okay. Harry there's no didn't happen. Harry Potter is not real. Um, and don't tell my the- kids. <laughs> they love it. It's been a good weekend. I've been balancing out, you know, all of the terrible shit that's been going on with a bunch of really positive stories about terrible fucking people ruling the nation and stuff like that. So Voldemort is now my Trump. So. <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa i can't remember how it goes anyway let's go ahead and get done with that and uh let's talk about oh, what's yeah. going on in the community yeah. uh the show is brought to you courtesy of fans who support the show financially via patreon all of which have hearts bigger than my own genitalia so that means it's fucking huge i'm kidding i'm a grower not a shower uh these wonderful <laughs> patrons are robert jones dan ellis Luis cruz jeff linville and our newcomer janet uter Hey, Janet. Yeah, we got a new one. Hey. So thanks to all these fine examples of humanity, more people starting to tune in and our show Damn keeps it. getting better Janet. and better. I love you. So thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> we do need to get a slight bit extra love to our super fan, Danny Lopez, who has such a throbbing heart on for the show that it has its own gravitational pull. Just go outside and look <laughs> at that huge moon right now. That's his. That's because of him. <laughs> Two hands there, lady. <laughs> So if you want to help out the Utah Outcast but don't have the budget, a quick review or subscribe on whatever app that you're catching us on will surely help out. Uh, in return, you'll get a shout-out, as we've done here, especially if we get a five-star review on iTunes, a subscriber on YouTube, or any other follow on our social media, you know, all of which you can find us as Utah Outcasts. So we do have a great new review from iTunes, a five-star review from a guy called Deicidal Tendencies, who says... Oh, nice. He says, excellent chesticles and passable moves. Yes, indeed. Can't see on the video. You can't see on the podcast, but I am wiggling them. (laughs) Not by choice because I'm moving it wiggles. No, I'm. I could. I could probably. I'm not going to do it because it'll mess with the audio. But I could support the microphone between my boobs. Betwixt, yes, indeed. Yes, betwixt them. So we also have a couple of new followers on Twitter. Uh. Twitter, yeah. Uh, we have uh, Megan well. Inlow, Kamala Chambers, Joelle Fairborn, Root Woman 123, Corey Johnston, and Brainstorm Podcast. Thank you all so very much. I'm very happy to see more representation from the ladies. Uh, this show was dangerously close to becoming a sausage party kind of audience, so I'm happy to see that. <laughs> Wait, uh, if you would not mind, would you mm. spell Corey for me? 
Corey is C O R Y. He is the he is the leader of the show that I guested on this past weekend. Uh, oh, okay. From the Brainstorm Podcast, you guys should go check that mm. out because I I was on his show from about seven thirty to eleven thirty. So it's good good three or four hours worth of good audio that he's gonna be putting out this weekend. I had a lot of fun because when you don't have to host and wrangle the cats, you get to be dangerous. It's fun. You get to be the <laughs> velociraptor. You don't have to be the human. You get to you get to say where does this train track go? Clever girl, yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, let's see. So that's it for. Wait, actually, we do have one more thing. We have a new YouTube subscribe from a good friend of mine, Tiffany Hudson. So thanks for that. We love you, Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. And it's let's about see. time. I know, right? All these people that I know that I know look at YouTube. Like, come on, man, please. <laughs> so now that we got that out of the way, let's get to our first segment of the week. <laughs> for news you missed where we bring you headlines you might have missed out on or we feel that deserved a lot more attention than they got so here we go the first one we have up here is a i mean i have to equivocate this real quick because it's sam harris we're talking about here real quick mm-hmm. and okay. there's a lot of people that really fucking hate sam harris hmm. I, I i i'm not going to go into the reasons why i know a lot of people in the sjw crowd really fucking hate sam harris because of some stuff he said in the past but i still enjoy listening to the guy talk and i don't listen to his podcast i've, I've read a couple of his books i really like the way he's an orator and a lot of things and so he had a i mean you don't pay attention to people through their twitter i mean if you really want to know a person yeah look at their twitter and facebook and stuff like that but if you want to see just the persona of who it is that they're not who they're projecting. To the, fuck, it's hard to it's hard to say this. Like if you fi- if you follow anybody hard enough, you're gonna fucking hate them because you're gonna find something you don't like about them. Yeah. But when they still yeah, have intelligent stuff, like Richard Dawkins, I love his books, but I followed him on mm-hmm. Twitter for all of like two weeks, and I'm like, mm, nope, I can't stand this guy. Oh God, <laughs> no, no, as a person, I can't stand him. He's a brilliant biologist, but uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, no. exactly. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that Hitch said that I'm like, mm, I don't agree with that. Agreed. Yeah. No, there's a lot of things Hitch said yeah. where I'm like. Like he wrote this whole thing about why women can't be funny, and then Tina Fey and, <laughs> and like a bunch of really truly brilliant comedians got together and they were like, "See, we're funny." He's like, "Sorry, women just aren't funny," and it's like, "Oh, piece of shit." Bitch. <laughs> so, anyways, like, yeah, no, he's not. Yeah, he's like evolutionarily. It's like you're not an evolutionary biologist. You're a brilliant investigative journalist. Shut yeah, the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Sam Harris said. Uh, check out the irony. He said, the irony, colon, 81% of evangelicals just elected our first, first atheist president with with Trump, you know. And so it's true that exit polling found that 81% of evangelical Christians, this comes from the, the Pathios blog, Friendly Atheist, uh, 81% of evangelical Christians supported Donald Trump. But he takes issue with the claim that Trump is an atheist, not because he is one himself and he'd hate for Trump to be lumped in with our tribe, you know. But because oh, eighth, I eighth, would bet money he doesn't believe in God. Like I bet money. He think uh, this is uh this is him and Meta here saying that uh I think that atheism requires more thought than Trump gives it. Which kind of sounds almost like a no true Scotsman for atheism that him and yeah, Scotsman almost uh, that's really close yeah. So I, says, I mean if somebody if if somebody is raised I'm uh, just a hypothetical. Yeah. If somebody is raised outside of the concepts of religion and never considers the possibility of a god, like they just mm-hmm. it, the thought doesn't even enter their head, then they're an atheist. 
Yeah. They are without right. they are without theism. Yeah. And right. I mean I mean people people that we have examples of this in the real world. People who are raised in isolated communities that only believe in Buddhism, which has no theism. Like that like Unless you get uh, to the wacky kind of Buddhism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I mean like but I like yeah, you're still an atheist. I mean it's just it's an it, like like people that follow the satanic temple, like myself. Like it is an atheistic religion. Right. You know? Right. I am an atheist. I don't I don't believe in a god or gods, but you know, you still have deeply held beliefs, you know, and a lot of stuff and right. the seven tenets are fucking awesome. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> so at least we gotta have you right. on the show again. But anyway, Sam Harris <laughs> said this and he uh Hemet says, Don't confuse apathy with atheism, which I think is That's that's uh, yeah, that's that's quaint, appropriate. but at the same time that's a nice yeah. little sound bite, you know, because I yeah, know it quite is. a few people that are apathists. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're still atheists. Like yeah, if they don't exactly. claim the title, but like by right. all definition, they are an atheist. So, I, 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 okay, no. Uh, so, says statement. Here, at the very least, atheism requires a bit of thought. It requires a disbelief in God's existence, and mm-hmm. that's kind of splitting hairs. That's that's him saying that you need to Almost. make a a um. What the hell is a it? conscious decision to not um, believe in God? Not, not so much that, but you, it has to be like a uh, what something that when you were requ- you would require evidence for his uh, truth, his claim of, claim of something. If you have a disbelief in something, that means that you are. I, I think that's a negative to whatever the belief is. You know, disbelief to a belief instead instead yeah. of saying no, I don't believe that. I mean, and I guess that could, could be considered that could be considered like a, disbelief, mm-hmm. but. He See, needs to I choose his just, words a little more carefully here, I think. I mean, yeah, you can have you can be an atheist with a disbelief in God, but you can also be an atheist with no belief. A, a non-belief. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a non-existent belief. Like the you are, you take the neutral. And so this this comes right. into Hemet's, Hemet's issue here. I didn't mean to like tear apart Hemet's thing here, but as as I'm reading into it, like I made these notes last night and I didn't read through the whole thing. So I apologize to anybody that might be like, the fuck is this for news? This is atheist news, guys. So um, it's the it's the same reason I don't buy into the argument that infants are atheists. Just because they've never thought about God doesn't mean that they actively don't believe in one. If no, they have no reason mm-hmm. to believe in something, that means that they are atheists. You know, right? So infants are right. atheists. Unless, Cats unless, are atheistic. Unless you are actively believing in a god or gods. You are an atheist. That that is the very hard set line that we got from the the David Silverman book. You know, it's no, it's with with theism or without, without theism. That's that's the only answer to the question. Exactly. If you are without theism, which can require zero thought, you're an atheist because you it's the a part of it. You are without it. So he says he he even equivocates here. He's like, even if you don't buy my argument here, that's fine. Trump's atheism would say no more about atheists in general than Barack Obama's Christianity speaks for the evangelicals who rejected him by a four to one margin. I just don't understand why we need even need to make the point. Why quibble? But but it's it's somebody yeah. trying it's somebody trying to take somebody's tweet, and I think it's funny as shit that he said that evangelicals mm-hmm. voted for an, for an atheist president. That may be, but if you guys have followed anything that's happened with Trump since the the uh, transition team has been set up and everything. He's not, he's planning, he said that he's planning on spitting, splitting his time from the White House and Trump Tower. I did follow, yeah, I saw that. That was the dumbest fucking thing that I've read through the whole, and nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit about it. I'm like, he can't do that. 
Oh, he can. He will. No, you he can. can't do that. <laughs> he can. He fucking can. Because there's not actually a law, X. I know. It's, I know. It's just it's just every single other person, including Andrew Jackson, who was who all of them. They have all said like, "This is my fucking life. This is what I do." And he's and also, like, eh, "Fuck it." Oh, Jesus Christ! You guys, knowing personally how how the federal bureaucracy works, getting him set up in Trump Tower is going to be costly as fuck. Yeah, it will. Private email server, anyone? Anyone? Oh, it, it's so much more than that. Oh, Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. It's yeah, so much yeah, more than that. Yeah, yeah, fucking. Oh, just okay. Anyway, so anyway, Hemet says here that uh, of course evangelicals claiming that he found God over the course of the campaign. You know, we we heard Duck Dynasty guys say that, and Ted Cruz apparently finally came around to sucking the Trump cock. Anyway, uh, you don't have to believe them, <laughs> but on paper, Trump is an evangelical with a group of evangelical advisors. Who spent the better part of last year pandering to evangelicals? So he got that vote because they did. And so did I, I have purposely <laughs> stayed off Twitter since the election because I honestly can't stomach seeing people like Brian Fisher and these guys and Michelle Bachman and everybody. It was really, really fucking hard to find stuff tonight for fun with real audio where it wasn't these right wing evangelical assholes talking about Trump. Oh, Trump, Trump, just- Trump. God damn. Oh, yeah. So hard. They, they are so rock hard for Trump right now. They, like, and it's only because he's an empty shell, and they could fill it up with Mike Pence, and mm-hmm. he's just evangelical as fuck. I hate this man so goddamn much. So we also have the next news item that we have here, and that is a New Hampshire town erects a Ten Commandments monument despite warning from city council members. Oh, good for them. You know, sure. because they think with this president, probably it's going to be floated past. No one's really going to care about it. You know, so in 1958, the Fraternal Order of Eagles put up a Ten Commandments monument just outside the Summersworth County Hall in New Hampshire, a battleground state. God damn you, New Hampshire. It stayed there <laughs> without incident for decades. It was illegal, no doubt, but no one ever filed a lawsuit. And then in this past August, someone vandalized it, which I don't agree with. Don't vandalize shit, people. Does nothing for your cause unless you have no. a good reason. Well, for it. did the did did was it actual vandalism or yeah, did it, somebody just accidentally hit it with their car? Well, it could be because this thing's like in the middle of an island in this road. Yeah. So I mean, it could I, be some drunk uh, yokel that that drove over it with his pickup truck or something. But yeah, I'd be I'd be more willing to believe it was it was somebody who wound up hitting it with their car, and they're just calling it vandalism. So the city officials had to decide what they were going to do with it. Should they replace it or just let it go? Let it go. Let, let it, it go. go. Of course, that's go. not what they're going to do. Of let it course, go. it's I'm not. I'm going to be watching Frozen a lot over the next two years. <laughs> <laughs> so they chose to replace it, unfortunately. And to make sure it was compliant with the law, the officials surrounded it with a sign outlining the history, role, and purpose of the monument. And a couple of flagpoles. See? Totally not a promotion promotion of Christianity because we have a flagpole next to it, even though it's arguably more of a promotion of Christianity now than ever before. Nice editorial there, Emmett. <laughs> so two members <laughs> of the city council understood how irrational the new proposal was. Two counselors who voted against the measure were Jessica Paradis and Jennifer Soldati. Soldati suggested that adding a marker and flags to the island would actually increase the sense of endorsement. Hey, oh, there's, there's yeah. a smart one. There's your smart one. I find that this notion, this is her quote, I find that this notion that you could somehow put a document next to it and neutralize it has not been held up by the courts. 
Except nope. with the September 11th monument with the giant fucking cross. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. There, there. Yeah. There. There are other reasons for that, so, but that one's still kind of bullshit. We we do have people in this world that actually seem to give a shit because she said democracy is not about majority rule. Eh, kind of is. <laughs> well, actually, that's that's democracy. Yes, yeah. but there are forms of democracy. It is the rights of the minority being protected over the tyranny of the majority. I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand the sentimentality. I get it, but I am a staunch believer in our constitution, and I do not believe, or I do believe, that we are in violation. She says, which is great, awesome, accurate. Okay, accurate, but that's mm-hmm. not what democracy is. No, so I mean, um, our reform democracy. Yeah. So in a, this was a. These people are in the mini- minority because the proposal passed and the monument went back up this past Sunday. In discussing whether the monument should be put back, Summersworth Mayor Dana Hilliard. I don't know if it's a guy or a girl because I happen to know Guy Dana's. So, oh wait, says that he already been in conversation with the city manager and legal counsel about the constitutional questions. Hilliard said at the time that they had determined a plaque acknowledging the historical significance could mitigate the constitutional question. No. 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 It's like saying you could talk about Moses being a founding father because, you know, he's in a really old book. (laughs) Doesn't work that way, fucking idiots. Oh, man. So the cost to reinstall the stone is being offset by no donation. So it's not taking federal money, but it's taking up city property. So get the fuck out of there. So they need a new lawyer, honestly, really. Because I can just imagine Andrew Seidel already starting to draft a letter about this thing from the Freedom From Religion Foundation. Jesus, I know two I know two lawyers who could draft why this is not okay. Like, in two minutes. Yeah, because it's <laughs> basic constitutional law. They're not even constitutional scholars. Like, this one's real, real easy. <laughs> just blew my ears out. You're like, like right into the mic. You okay? <laughs> Sorry, like, I'm I'm used to, like, I've done the last couple, like, here online, and I have to be back here for this yeah. one. Okay, so the, the last one that we have for you guys' news this week. Sorry, it's going to be a little bit light, because I didn't want to go too in-depth with the Trump stuff, and god damn it, it was hard. But I have to talk about this one. I really do. There was one I brought up in our group chat that I was going to talk about, but I'm like, mm, no, not tonight. So, in a report, we have Trump talking about who he's going to be picking for his cabinet. Oh, so okay. The purpose and of the cabinet is to appoint people who don't necessarily agree with you to create balanced and uh, differing viewpoints to come to a cohesive best. It's fine. No, it's Except fine. he picked Ben Carson. He picked Ben fucking Carson. And Let's have what position? What job? What, what job what would job? Ben Carson be best suited for? You know, Surgeon General? I can kind of see that. Maybe. You know, um, head slavery defender? No, that wouldn't work either. Um, look it up, guys. He does defend slavery, saying it was good because black people were finally able to meet Jesus. Oh, my God. I'm just throwing things. Okay. So, he has been tapped to become Dun, dun, okay. da, da. Secretary of Education. I'm a throw shit. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Sorry. A man willing to deny a scientific truth to preserve religious superstition is on his way to being the next Secretary of Education. This comes from the progressive secular humanist blog at Pathios. On Wednesday, BuzzFeed News published a list of names that the president-elect Donald Trump's transition team has put together for a cabinet positions. On that list was Ben Carson for Secretary of Education. For the record, this is from the article, Carson is not qualified for the position. Gee, do you think? 
<laughs> he has Shock. a well-documented history of substituting religious superstition for scientific truth. Truth. He rejects evolution, climate change, despite all the overwhelming scientific evidence to both of those. Pre- how does he reject evolution as a doctor? How? How is a he, biology he, person? You have to know fucking biology to do this shit. Yeah, like, but he doesn't. The same brain me. surgery he, he does. Research. The same brain surgery he does to people. He could do to apes, and he could do to every other thing that has a brain because it Puzzles. functions the same fucking way. Well, that's not actually true. He couldn't do it to octopuses. No, well, yeah. octopuses. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no, you know. <laughs> Look, I, I've known, I've known, a, I've known a lot of people who are very, very good framers, but couldn't <laughs> tell you the first thing about structural engineering. Accurate. Yeah. They didn't. They don't. They don't know why. Jet fuel can't all the pieces of wood all the pieces of wood need to go where they do they just know that's where they go and they're very good at here's it. here's where it's really different because ben carson definitely had these lessons he's just actively chose to ignore them for the parts yeah. that that he can physically move around right like he's actively chosen to just be like mm, no fuck and it let's, let's mm-hmm. not forget this is actually on video ryan duffy shared a video with us earlier from the godless revolution yeah. about ben carson Believing, and we we knew this from the the campaign. You guys have heard all this before. Believes that the pyramids were grain storage silos. Yeah, they weren't. Though. But the most yeah. amazing thing about his statement, and he said it on multiple occasions, that the pyramids were built by Joseph in the amazing Technicolor dream coat. <laughs> <laughs> Look. It, it really just goes to show you can become a surgeon and still be an idiot. How does that you sound? You can be president stupid, stupid and fucking an idiot. You can become a president and still be a colossal moron. Such yes. a fucking face, Uncle Fucker. <laughs> How does that sound? Go? Okay, so in the past... I don't know, it's a really stupid song. In the past, Carson compared abortion to slavery, saying that rape victims <laughs> seeking abortions are perverted, while declaring that he would love to see Roe versus Wade overturned, and wants all abortion outlawed, even in cases of rape or incest. Just Carson think- was once yeah. ridiculed after suggesting that if Noah could build an ark, he could be president. <laughs> That's amazing. And as a GOP presidential candidate in 2016, as we knew, Carson said that he would use the Department of Education to censor liberal speech on college campuses of elected president. He would use the Department of Education to censor First Amendment rights. What's what's, okay? What does he mean, liberal speech? Like, does he mean like gays exist? Whatever, whatever he thinks is because in Utah, quote unquote, liberal speech. Teachers, teachers aren't allowed to talk about gays existing. Yeah. Um. What about what about like women liking sex too? Oh wait, yeah. nope. Nobody's nope. supposed to like Only sex. Only in cases but, of procreation. But boys will be boys because they're supposed to just spread their seed. Those boys, boys would be more like boys if this was like ancient Greece. I, that's where I really would have wished it would become like. What like where sexuality isn't binary? Yeah. How about that? That'd be great. Mm-hmm. 
That'd be neat. Why not? Let's get rid of this I Christian just, ideology, please. Can we please just move past all this? Shit? Yeah, seriously, it's so stupid. And I'm, yeah, I'm, just, no, I, no. I'm, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at these appointments, and the only thing I can think is, my God, the ACLU and the Freedom from Religion Foundation. These guys are going to be so busy. They're going to be rich too. <laughs> So busy. Oh, no, they're not. Oh, no, they're not. No, because they're going to win a lot of these cases because they're not yeah, going to reach don't. Supreme Court. They're not going to reach the highest court. And so if they did reach it, we'd still have. Right now, they only need to fill Scalia. So that's going to make a conservative court. And yes, I get that. But the thing is, if it's a common sense kind of fucking judgment, it'll make it'll be a lot easier, especially if they get some derp fucking asshole like Mike Lee to fill in. Um, we still. Imagine? Could you no. guys fucking imagine Mike Lee being? You know, I don't even know. Oh, Trump is going to be president. I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. And then, then you yeah. have no. I. Then you have all the crazy fuckers that think that somehow the electoral college is going to go and vote in Hillary on the nineteenth of December. No, you guys keep going ahead and believing that. That's great. I, I'm glad that you're holding out hope. I'm cynical. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Nothing even makes sense anymore. Yes. Anyway, let's leave the people on a happier <laughs> note. Anybody, what what other what else can we say? Ben Carson is a fucking idiot. He left sponges in someone's head. Um, mm-hmm. Trump is currently facing rape charges. I mean, he could be brought up on that. Well, no, no, I thought I thought that case that I thought that case was dismissed because she withdrew. She no, withdrew she, the, the the complaint complaint due no, to death threats. No, she 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 withdrew the public conferences she was going to have due to death threats. She oh, okay, okay. The, the case is still going to be the, happening. The case is the case is still on. Oh, okay, as good. Well, good. as Trump University is still going yeah. to be brought up. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, but emails, emails, mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, yeah, emails. And I, I'm sorry, like probably like just the most offensive email to me, and I'm quoting this word for word right now. Should we be bad? To whom Abedin, okay? This is from Hillary Clinton. To whom Abedin, okay? Should we be bad? Should we get a creme brulee? Let's split a creme brulee. Do you know how much sugar is in a creme brulee? All I know is that's code for, like, dirty, <laughs> dirty sex oh, that they were having. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. It's code. Yeah, it's all code. all gay code. <laughs> what? I can't remember what movie that's from. Fuck, I can't remember. No, have you guys heard the actual conspiracy theory that it is actually code yeah, for a yeah, child Yeah. And part of me yeah. goes, how did a 4chan joke become president? How did, how did dank memes elect this guy? Fuck, guys. You guys are dangerous shit behind the keyboard, 4chan. <laughs> you need to stop. You need um, to stop. Use, your, use your powers for good, not for lulls, man. Come on. Okay. I'm just going to say this real fast. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of people have been like, you guys, apparently we need to just shut up and listen oh, to the yeah. white, people, white people in the Midwest and in, in middle America. I, I mean, they're, you know, it's true. The manufacturing jobs are going away and, and there is abject poverty there. And, and we haven't been listening to them. And, you know, America is about coming together and listening to each other and they made their point. So now it's time we listen to them. And I went through point by point today and you know why we haven't been listening to them because they kicked us out of their homes and they called us evil, and they called us demons. They called LGBTQ 
disgusting and sick and perverted. They called feminism the end of masculinity. Uh, You're they a masculinating ha- man. How dare you? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, they've called women murderers uh, for, Except you know. Them babies. Mm-hmm. They, there are some who call me a murderer every month because I got that IUD. Like, pew, and pew, they- pew, sperm dies, sperm. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Uh, well, it, it, like the, because, and it's very, very rare. Like it's, it could happen, uh, but then an egg just doesn't implant on the uterus because of the IUD. But they actually can't prove that it's the IUD causing it to not implant because it turns out lots of fertilized eggs don't. Just, they just don't implant. They just yeah, don't. Over half. <laughs> yeah, just it happens. In fact, a pregnancy only occurs one in every one hundred of having sex. Except in my case, it's one out of one. Yeah, you. Sorry. (laughs) Fuck me. In my. Yeah, but you had potent sperm. (laughs) You had sex like ninety nine times after that that didn't have kids, so you know. But I mean, uh, (laughs) so sorry. Um, you're wrong. But wrong. They call us murderers. They they say that we're emasculating men. That we should just be getting husbands. They have they've thrown us out. They've said you are not welcome here. They've said called they've they've, they've demonized Mexican immigrants, uh, including people who were just brought here as kids. Not a choice they had in it. Uh, they have they they've they've called black people lazy, and I'm not even going to into the worst of what they've called them because it's gotten a lot mm-hmm. worse. Um, they we they have completely completely shut us out of the conversation, and then when we go back to them and say justify your position, God damn it, they just say it's my opinion, it's my beliefs. Mm-hmm. They they use their Christianity to say that we are lesser, and then they call themselves the silent majority because they sh- they give us the fucking silent treatment. So the rest of the world moved the fuck on without them. They didn't talk to us. They shut us out. They told us we weren't mm-hmm. enough and that we weren't welcome. So the rest of us went, okay, so we're going to do this ourselves. We're going we're gonna to try to make this world better for everyone. We are? Oh, okay, let's move forward. Yep. And they got left behind. And not to jobs going overseas, because that's the vast majority of manufacturing jobs have been lost to technology. Automation, yeah. yeah. We could solve the jobs problem if we educated more people. Wasn't the whole point of like charlie and the chocolate factory the fact that his dad lost his job because a machine came in to screw the caps on the, the toothpaste thing yeah mm-hmm. it's been I going mean, on a- for a long fucking time people yes. I mean, and long- we've answered that with innovation and infrastructure and also guess what but- you have to fix the robots that 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 break and you have to run the power lines to make the fucking robots powered there there's, so other jobs. <laughs> there's other jobs we have a failing in- infrastructure but no, Republicans won't fund that shit, Flint, will they? Flint? Hey, Flint. How about Flint? Let's talk about yeah. Flint, Michigan. Let's, let's go there. So, so I wasn't going to bring it up, but I want to bring it up only because... Sorry, let you finish your point in one second. But we do have to bring up the... Only because it's on the Utah Outcast Facebook page. And it went into a lot of comments that this one douchebag motherfucker by the name of Jacob Boyce, who in us talking about... um Trump appointing, uh, what the hell is his name? Steve Bannon, you know, Mr. Alt-Right. Yeah. This guy. He's this is got the guy him. you let me post my nudie pic yeah, for. Yeah, I'm sorry, Felicia. Yeah. It's funny. It would have been funny. It would have been, been funny. <laughs> but the thing is, Steve Bannon is has been tapped to become the policy, chief policy advisor for Trump, 
which sends off red fucking alert signals in my brain because it should. Un- yeah. Un- unlike the right, I actually know who the fuck half these people are. And so anyway, we had this asshole by the name of Jacob Boyce who came onto our Facebook wall, obviously not knowing who we were or what we do or what we talk mm-hmm. about. He said, liberal propaganda. And like, everybody's like, wait, what? <laughs> because Steve <laughs> Bannon is a wife beating anti-Semite. And I'm mm-hmm. comfortable saying that yeah. because he's on the record for being anti-Semitic and he is a wife beater. And the story of him beating his wife goes as follows. His wife woke him up one night because she made too much noise. So he hit her. What was making the noise? Him, her feeding the baby. Asshole of the year. So yeah, he's going to become the fucking chief policy advisor. And so I asked this dude, he's like, uh, I don't see how him being an, a wife being anti-Semite is, uh, you know, liberal propaganda. He's like, oh, let's see what happens before judging. And I'm tired of the right. Oh, the right's already saying this shit all the time. Like, oh, why don't you give Trump a chance? Why don't you give these people a chance? Why, don't you, why are you prejudging people? Uh, I'm not prejudging. I'm I'm post-judging. Yeah, we have their you records. See, they, we have yeah, their they agendas. Said, <laughs> they said it and have done all these things. And why on earth? Okay, I was married to an abuser who told me he was working on his controlling behavior. Mm-hmm. 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 Guess what happened? We don't need to wait. He did and it. See. He we did it. Yeah, we know. We know what they're gonna do. We know. They said yeah. it. They said. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every one of these well, pieces of human excrement are going to knock the country back a decade, or if not more. I'm not rooting for Trump to be a bad president. I have good fucking evidence to believe he's going to be a bad president. You Newt see, Gingrich. this is right. Department I have no reason to be hopeful. Secretary of State for Newt Gingrich. Newt fucking Gingrich is Secretary of State. What the? You mean fuck? the one? You mean the one who pressed charges against Bill Clinton? <laughs> having an affair? That Newt Gingrich? Oh, how about yeah, Reince, that, Reince yeah, Priebus being what? What the fuck is he? Chief of Staff? Reince Priebus. Yeah. Reince Priebus. You said it wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rank, rank, <laughs> yeah. God fucking damn it, this guy. Right? So anyway, this Jacob Boyce guy, he comes onto the Facebook wall and he's like, "Oh, this is still liberal propaganda." I'm like, "Uh," and then he says something <laughs> that it threw me off guard. I'm like, "He said, sounds like God is working in your life. God bless you." And I'm like, "Thanks for the Christian Sieg Heil." <laughs> that's where I needed to do a nudie pic. That's where I didn't. You wouldn't let me. Let me retort. Hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs> May God continue to bless there you. There nah. an email nipple. Nah, that's okay. I'll continue taking credit for all of my hard work. <laughs> God's not blessing me in anything. This takes a lot of fucking work. Is he keeping the electricity on? No, because the sun could come mm-hmm. by and knock that out any moment. <laughs> oh, your Jesus is impotent. Your God is impotent. He he is not real. So I don't hate something that does not exist. And that's going to be a good time for us to cut the news out. We're going to jump to our next segment, which is you ought to know. And we're going to be buffoonery. We're going to be we're going to have some fun with this one because we're going to tell you how to move to Canada or any other nation that for that regard. Anyway, Utah Outcast, this is Kyle X and Felicia. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dan, Ryan and Matt with the Godless Revolution podcast. We've had a lot of great guests on this show. Such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen, because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. All right, so now it's time for you all to know, and... uh 
if you find listeners out there are looking to escape the next two, maybe four years of the right-wing establishment wreaking havoc in the United States, we thought we'd put together a quick little primer about what it takes to expat somewhere else. That's That stands for expatriate, where, you know, you stop being an American. <laughs> you move to some other country and say, I live here now. So first off, what you'll want to do is find a country that you think would make a good fit for you. This could be a lot more daunting than <laughs> than you initially might realize. Canada is yeah. very, very cold. Yeah. Yes. This is a, it's actually very difficult to find a country that you might like to go to. Especially coming there as an American, because we yeah. are... France has been kind of racist lately. What's the best term for yeah. Americans? Oh, yeah. Arrogant. We're arrogant as fuck, guys. And yeah, let's let's okay. Let's let's put it this way: language is important. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll move to a country where English is spoken. But you got yeah. Canada, England, Australia, and New Zealand. Okay, yeah. So there, English is the lingua franca right now for the. I mean, everybody wants mm-hmm. to learn it because we make a lot of fucking money over here. We we send a lot of money every every other place. So businesses are always right. trying to get our money. Which, you can get by in sense. Germany, but the taxes are super duper high. Yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't so much mind taxes as long as I'm taken care of as a citizen. But that, yeah. that, that, oh, that's, yeah. that's me and my, my socialist liberal fucking agenda. So. <laughs> like, there is such a thing as too many taxes and not enough benefits. Like, that's a thing. Like, yeah, but we all, what, what yeah. country is it recently yeah, that, that set up a, uh, a national, uh, what is it, a, uh, a bare minimum, like, like they they pay you a stipend just to be a citizen of the country, like where you will live and oh, oh, I think it was a Norway, Sweden, Sweden or Norway. Switzerland or one of those countries, yeah. So anyway, but I say I say language is important, but let's not f- forget cuisine. <laughs> let's not. Yeah. Forget this. So yeah, it's going to be important. Iceland or Denmark, you can kiss being able to get a good chili relleno or any semblance of a chimichanga. In the UK, you can just kiss that. There are no tacos. Time. Yeah, there's no tacos. You get thyme, pepper, and garlic. That's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and, just for you, you guys know, to know, Mexican food is non-existent in most European countries. Mexican, right? Indian. And you probably wouldn't recognize it in Mexico. No. So this is goddamn important. You know, they might have a taco. I don't think Taco Bell goes international. I honestly don't. There, there's, there, there's there, like, no, there, there maybe, maybe Canada, there's some maybe, in Canada. maybe Canada, maybe Mexico. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, How God. dare you? How dare you go to Mexico with that farce okay. of a food? <laughs> so let's talk great cuisine. Uh, top of my head, uh, France and Italy are going to be just some two of the most incredible countries for cuisine. Mm-hmm. Go to Spain or Portugal for the seafood. Also great. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the UK is getting better. It is, but, thanks to chefs like Gordon Ramsay, yeah. <laughs> who I've but, been watching a lot of Kitchen Nightmares. Sorry, I just France is dealing with a fair amount of racism right now, and yeah, France has some issues, and Spain is right next to a bunch of ISIS-controlled countries, mm-hmm. and they're also know, not doing so well economically. That's true. And which means your Italy, dollar will be stretched quite well. Italy is <laughs> still intensely rural in many parts. Like their internet yeah. access is 
is shoddy in many parts oh, of the country. Italy, right. is, Italy is highly racist and highly oh, yeah. very racist. <laughs> oh, very yeah. Catholic. Is intensely oh yeah, and then the Catholicism. Yeah. I mean, you're ba- you're still living in a theocracy there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I spoke to a guy that lived in Italy when he had a little bit of a tour with the military, and he was talking about how group prayer in a lot of offices there was still a thing. You know, and oh yeah. Like, like the mm-hmm. priests would come to the office and they would offer blessings and stuff like that in recompense. You know, you know, give me, slide me five dollars, slide me tree fifty, and I'll make sure that you know everything goes good this week. So yeah, finding your country destination is hugely important if you're one of those people that wants to expat. Now, for right. a lot of you guys, this is uh, uh, of course easily fixed. You know, the cuisine by moving south of the border. Which, to be honest, I don't see why more people aren't looking in that direction. Mexico is fucking beautiful. <laughs> And in many places, it's a lot like Southern Cali. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A, and- which is a lot different than you'd find in Canada. Because I've, I've been up to British Columbia. Fucking gorgeous there because it's essentially Seattle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've yeah. been there, too. Um, but, I mean, you go to certain parts of Mexico and it's run by the cartels. Literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, that's a real problem. Yeah. And so, yeah, for, there's, for me, my there can be a cartel on, problem. My money would be set on Canada, like I said, in the Pacific Northwest, because I like that area. Only problem there is yeah. that I would think I'd be escaping Mormonism. No. no. The, 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 the FLDS is kind of prevalent in British Columbia, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, it would be Canada or Germany, only because I know what to expect. And I, ich spreche kleine Deutsch. You know, I can get around okay. Just yeah, they all speak English. English there. But, but again, the taxes the are really, accents. really hot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, except don't go to don't go to Germany if you're racist against Middle Eastern people because you know, unlike America, they've decided to let a lot of fucking Syrian refugees in, and for a lot of people, they're like, yeah, they I don't these mm-hmm. and they haven't been here. having the problems France has had. No, they haven't had a whole lot of problems. No. They haven't been having the problems France has had, but France has been radicalizing a lot of people there due to the racism. So, um, but Germany does have its problems with like Utah style ignorant racism, where like they don't realize they're being racist, but it's yeah. still super. So Canada essentially is America light with with a lot more liberalism. <laughs> and uh Germany, I I've lived there before. So I I fucking loved it when I lived there as a kid. But keep in mind this was pre Berlin Wall coming down. So it, mm-hmm. I'm sure shit has changed quite a bit since I was there. It was still a cool fucking country to live in when I was a kid. Right. Australia has everything poisonous including mammals. Nope, I will not yes. go there because of their spiders. They do. And no, Fuck yeah. your spiders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck your little uh, tiny like two inch octopus that could kill you in twenty seconds with the neurotoxin it has in it. No. Japan nope. is mm-hmm. radioactive. Well, I'd go to Japan because that's where anime well, lives. They make anime real there. <laughs> and apparently their uh, the birth rate's going down, so I will go there and I will make more babies for them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm <laughs> married. I'm being funny. Shut up. Oh fuck, Kevin Meany died. Sorry, I forgot to tell you guys that. Did anybody else catch that? <laughs> oh shit. Yes. Oh, that was sad. <laughs> Sorry. Complete non sequitur there. Blueberry territory, only because I just know the that's not right. You know? Ah, uh, that or guy. The, the, I don't care. I don't care. My jokes don't go over well. I don't care. He was in Japan when he did that. Anyway, never mind. Fuck blueberries. Uh, <laughs> okay, so second step contacting their government and letting them know that you're interested in expatting from the U.S. Most countries. Mm-hmm have certain criteria before you can immigrate there with a visa, such as, you know, proficiency with their language. Uh, 
previous you might not qualify uh i i mm-hmm. tried the canada one the other night just for shits and giggles i wanted to see if i was uh if i could do something like that and apparently if you're moving to their country you have to provide a test showing your proficiency in, in either english or french mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're a native speaker you have to have a test to let them know how your proficient you are mm-hmm. we don't even do that here no, for good reason no. guys for good reason yeah, we don't have an bullshit. official language of this country. Yeah, we don't <laughs> need one. Uh, no, the founding fathers actually worked this in that if the major language changed, that was fine. Yeah, Esperanto. We're going there. I tell you what, right now we're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also check your previous employment. If you're a right, felon, you know, because who wants to let felons in? Because I mean, most countries don't. <laughs> because they, if they're going to become a citizen that is expatting from one country, they want you to be. A, a hard worker, B, a, a subject that's going to be good for the country. And right. since they're letting you in, they're the ones that get to decide this. <laughs> or you could just mm-hmm. sneak across the border, I'm sure, like a lot of people do anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Wherever you look, just remember, just they don't to have to let you visa. in. Yeah. Think go and overstay your visa. Donald uh, Trump wants uh. to keep the dirty Mexican drug mules out of the States. Uh, what makes you think that best Korea is going to want you? And of course, I'm talking. Seriously, about, what do you have about. to offer them? Yeah, North Korea want, doesn't want you, Americans. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, seriously, what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you, what do you, are you a PhD? Are you going to help deal with global warming issues? Are you an engineer that can build a seawall? Like, what do you bring to the fucking country? Can you make Krabby Patties and are they good? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so think to yourself, will I really need this when you get to your destination? Oh, wait, sorry, I jumped ahead there. Third step, and this is conditional whether you've received approval or for moving or not. For a no, you can't leave. You get to suck it up and hope that whatever privilege you have will be just mm-hmm. fine when the, pro- when the pogroms begin. For a yes, that's great. Start packing all of your shit up. However, Keep in mind that many countries don't run on the same grid as we do in the U.S., so your plug for you know your plug in for your Sibian probably won't work with the other outlets there. <laughs> Boo! That's necessary to my survival. Well, it might that work. Is, it that would is run important. at half it, for a Sibian. I think it would just run at half speed. You just have to crank it up quite a bit to get it to go back to normal. No, wait. They, if they run at two, I already run it at full speed. If they run it at two twenty, then you could dial it back to half speed, and it would be normal all the way cranked up speed. I think you know so. until I blow it up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're probably you'd you'd probably have to replace all your electronics. Yeah. Kids, don't Google Sibian at work. Don't do it at work. You know, do it in your own private <laughs> time. Something your wife might love, or you know, if you're a lady, you might like it. I mean, sure, I'm, it might work for guys. I don't know. I've never looked into it. But you know, I I would not be adverse to giving one a try because you never know. It might be pretty it awesome. Could so. be. It, it could be. That could be a fun time. I, I don't know, I'm just uh, not going to go into it. Boop, ba, doop, ba, doop. So think to yourself when you're moving, will I really need this when you get to your destination? If you yeah. don't think you can use the thing that you packed, well, throw that shit away. You're probably bringing in all sorts of native fauna that's going to wreck their local ecological system. Mm-hmm. You bring in one weird, one weird errant spider, next thing you know, shit goes off the rails. So, um... Let's talk about pets real fast since we're talking about native fauna. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, do you love can't your pets? Your well, you, um, in many countries, you can. It just goes in quarantine for a long time. Anywhere mm-hmm. from like a month to six months, 
This is mm-hmm. quarantine, you guys. This means your pet does not get proper interaction. This is intensely traumatizing for your pet. Mm-hmm. Do you understand this? I want to play the suicidal tendencies oh, all of a sudden. And you better have them fully fucking vaccinated, and you better have Next. proof of that. Did the vet that you got them vaccinated at close down? Shit out of luck. Leave him here, you piece of shit. I'm mm-hmm. not crazy. You're the one that's crazy. Uh, don't forget, you'll need a passport prior to leaving. <laughs> that takes a long time. <laughs> yeah, passports are a that can take some time. in the fucking ass, people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take oh, you better, money. yeah, better not, better not tell them why you want the passport. Mm-hmm. Because if you try to tell them that you're moving to another country, they will deny it. Because they they're not stupid. America wants to keep its citizens. <laughs> right. So take only what you need. Get ready to be ripped off in your new homeland because there are people there just waiting to take advantage of the the new people coming in from another country. Torture your pet. Yep. Be ready to be vilified in your new land because you're not. I mean, it probably doesn't happen in Canada, but there's a lot of places, especially, you know, America, where you come from some other foreign country. They're like, oh, are you fucking Americans coming here. What the hell's wrong with this? Which also, good luck moving into Japan. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you think you're going to move to Japan. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're probably, you're probably not. You want to talk about people that don't want that want to keep racial purity. <laughs> That's one country. Really. <laughs> France? No, this is literally true. France actually has laws about keeping their language pure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're generally unenforceable, but people will treat you like shit if you can't speak French. They're fine mm-hmm. with tourists. Like they'll give tourists a break, but if you're like trying to get a job there and you can't speak perfect French, fuck you. Get the <laughs> fuck out. Yep. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Uh, settle in. Which is going to be kind of fun because, like I said, people are going to be ready to take advantage of you. So your rent's probably going to be higher because you're you're not a current citizen of that country. So, but while you're there, it, and I'm speaking mainly in the case of Canada and pretty much every other first world nation where you know, this kind of thing is happening. Enjoy your free health care, your cheap college, and the lower likelihood of you being shot by a fellow citizen. <laughs> Those are good upsides, yes. And, and finally. Take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been our primer on how to expat from the United States. Hopefully you like that. Uh, I would go longer, but honestly. Well, we could go longer. But let's ask this question. Yeah. Because I know we've all done it. Mm-hmm. What countries have you looked at? Honestly, um, for me, Canada. Because I, 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 I have friends up there. I could see myself mm-hmm. doing it. I could do it. You guys, cheese, France. Um, I've also, <laughs> I've also looked at uh, uh, New Zealand. Be pretty. <laughs> yeah, I would go live in Middle Earth. <laughs> They're a little weird there, though. I've yeah, everybody I've ever met from New Zealand is a really kind of weird person. I agree. They're they're unique. It's kind of like Alaskans. All you need yeah. to do is watch Bad Taste and realize that New Zealand is not all right. <laughs> um, or you know okay for for we did bring up middle earth there just for a second so um peter mm-hmm. jackson a lot of people don't pay attention to his early works and i'm I'm going a bit up, way off topic here but you know mm-hmm. we're talking about new zealand go back and look at his early shit <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and you yeah. realize that new zealand is off <laughs> 
It's a special place. Meet the Feebles. Yeah. Just, just meet the Feebles. Oh, it's a terrible, <laughs> terrible film. Love that. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. It's oh, magical. What's, what's the one where the guy dives down with a chainsaw and cuts the dude in half? Oh, I can't remember. What it is the zombie zombie movie? I can't remember what it is. Uh, bad taste is the one with the aliens that eat humans. Well, it was uh, when it when it was re- when it was released in the U.S. It was called Dead Alive. There you go. Uh, That's but but, but, but originally. But originally it was uh, originally it was released as Brain Dead. Yeah, guys, you have homework. Go mm-hmm. watch go watch Peter Jackson's old catalog. <laughs> what about you, Kyle? And what pictures have you it, picked? I I looked very I looked closely at uh, at, at the UK. Yeah, I can see the UK because I'd I'd go to the ancestral homeland in Scotland. Yeah, Scotland Scotland was one I looked at. A lot of religious oppression in Scotland and Ireland. There is, yes. I, I kind of. Um, I just remember the, body. The, um, shite to be Irish, uh, shite to be Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, they the, the fact, Yeah, the fact that they have an official an official state religion uh, is a little, mm, 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 but the fact that they. Kind of don't give a fuck about it is an upside <laughs> for sure. <laughs> okay, that's it for our yachting auto no segment. We're going to go ahead and jump into fun with real audio here in a second, but we're going to take a quick little break. We'll be back shortly. This is Utah Outcast. This is Kyle, Felicia, and X. See you guys in one second. Do you know where Saskatchewan is? Probably not. It's in Canada. If you do, you might know a city named Regina. In Regina, there's a studio. And in that studio, there are, at least once a month, a bunch of skeptical atheist geeks and goofballs who get together to do a podcast. We are the Brainstorm Crew, and we're trying to help spread a bit of reason and critical thinking while still having fun. Never taking things too seriously, but still not accepting everything we're told, we go through different topics, exploring them in depth, and often disagreeing. We try to stick to provable facts, and we never trust a myth. That's why we say we're woo-free since 2013. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker under Brainstorm. Or check out our website, brainstormblog.net. I can't promise you'll always agree with us, but I can promise you'll have fun listening to us. And now, it's time for fun with real audio. And uh, we're not going to beat around the bush. We're going to jump right into it with uh, the first and the second. Yes, we are only doing three this week because I couldn't find a fourth because everything was about Trump. And I'm tired of talking about mm-hmm. Trump this week, but I, I want to have some fun. But we have Pat Robertson with this first clip here talking about black families were better off in the 1930s. <laughs> <laughs> and his okay. guest on the okay. show is a person of color. I don't know the guy's name, and honestly, I'm not going to research it because I don't give a shit because he's talking horrible stuff about people of his own race. So fuck you, dude. Here we go. So all of this stuff right now where we are playing the blame game, where we are killing ourselves, where mm-hmm. we are, are the, the, you know, the world is looking at black America and they're saying, what are these people doing to themselves? Mm-hmm. We don't get it because we should be missionaries. Yeah. We're still a mission field. <laughs> well, your compatriots must hate your guts if I can use those terms for you saying what you say. Yes. They must what? hate your guts. Is that okay to say? How about I say, why are you being such an uppity nigger? <laughs> That's not funny. He's being... Wow. 
Wow, he's at. I, I know Pat Robertson. Just, no, 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 no. Uh, he said worse than that in that past because no, 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 no. Pat Robertson um, is ninety actually, fucking years old, so he was around when Kaiser Wilhelm was alive. I bet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not good at saying that act, and it's and it's not. Oh no, I, I don't uh, give a I, fuck. I, <laughs> I do find uh, the word nigger disgusting and deeply troubling, uh, but I don't feel like calling it the N word is useful. Yeah. No, it, it's not. It's yeah. not because the vibe I got because everyone that. knows what we're saying. Like it's just it's white guilt that makes us call it the n word. Like mm-hmm. yeah. well, we're just, still saying it. I just find it interesting that he's like, "Is it okay to say that to you?" It's like, Pat, you're talking just another another normal guy. You don't have to beat around the bush about a lot of stuff. He's like, they must hate oh, your guts. Is that okay to say? Is that okay? Is that am I okay to say that? Can I'm I, really can I guilty. Say that? I'm oh, guilty as fuck cool. as a white guy because I used to call all of your friends the n word. <laughs> But that's, but that's how like real racists get around it, right? Because yeah. like they are, yeah, it checking, is. Super they're checking all the time. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead is of this being, okay? like, trying, Can like, I can- trying to actively practice empathy and awareness, right? And yes, you know what? White people, we're gonna mess up and we're gonna say stupid shit. Sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, we do that all the I, time. Uh, yeah. One time I was riding in the car with a with a black man who was driving, and a cop got behind us, and he got real nervous. And I was not aware of the violence that cops have had against yeah. black people historically. I did know that they were targeted, but I didn't know like the violence, right? Check your privilege. And I, I said, <laughs> sorry. Ah, yeah. Yep. Check. No, really. Check mark. And I said, I said, oh, he saw you're black in Utah and that's why he got behind you. And he didn't think that was funny. Yeah, because. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's a, that was a little too. That was a little, a little too, too true. On the that was a little too real. Yeah. Like you're, I felt you're... so bad. I was like, "Oh, dude, that was right. that racist." He's like, "It wasn't racist." Yeah, but but you not understanding. <laughs> and I went, "Okay, I gotta walk myself back on this one." Where yeah. other white people were like, "Come on, man, you gotta take a joke." It's too sensitive. Mm-hmm. I'm not a racist. I'm not a racist. <laughs> how dare you be? Aff- how dare you get slightly offended at something? And so that's it's, where it's obviously tell- your problem, not mine. Right. And so that's where you yep. can tell the real racist is when they're like, like trying to be cool, right? Yeah. Like, like, is that okay for me to say? It's like, um, uh, how about you just try your best here and treat them like people? And if you hurt their feelings or say something shitty, right. so Amazing. I said a shitty thing. I said a yeah. shitty thing. Yeah. So your your big mistake was was not going. It was was that okay to say? I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay to say that, right? Cool. It was, like, like what would right? How bad would he have felt if I was like that was cool for me? Uh oh, lost audio there for a second. Uh, hopefully, it so it's yep. okay for me. Okay, sorry, it's okay. Can I? I can call you back, right? That's fine. That's cool, right? <laughs> See, that's what racists do. That's yeah. what racists. Sorry, uh-huh. we lost you guys on audio there for a sec, so it cut out oh, for oh. a second. Sorry, oh, I, I heard that your. Was a great I heard that's what that's what that's okay if I call you that that's, that's okay right now that's what the last little bit I heard so uh we're gonna jump back into to Pat Robertson let him finish this shit sandwich that we're all having to take a bite of I'm sorry technical difficulties people here we go well I'm telling the truth and uh, I'm telling them the truth and we can't die I've been going to several cities Pat including Harlem New York yeah. where the the death rate is higher than the birth rate, and they're, it's in deep population. Mm-hmm. Numbers of the cities, blacks are dying faster than they're you know, born. You- Citation needed, sir. Citation yeah, yeah, fucking one, needed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They might be talking about abortions, you know, as part of the death rate. Oh. So. 
But no, there are there are countries where not including abortions, where there are people dying off faster than they're being born. Japan. Right. That's yeah. not I mean, that's gonna cause some economic instability for a while, but mm-hmm. it will level out. That's kind of a lot of things educated countries and regions are doing because they're afraid of overpopulation. Like that's an actual conscious decision a lot of people are making. Yeah, right. India, yeah. But then but India then to, to no try. given. China is no. tried. Yeah. <laughs> they tried. They tried, they tried yeah. the wrong but, way though, because they hadn't addressed how much they hate women there first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then trying to trying to port that to uh to to neighborhoods and cities that have some very long standing issues with poverty and long standing issues with very poor uh racial issues that that doesn't just because just because Harlem has a lower birth rate than they do people yeah. getting killed yeah, I was going to say let, are we accounting for meaning, like brutality here yeah and and lack of uh economic resources so people turn to crime like yeah. are we talking about the systemic deaths or are we just talking old age deaths because there's yeah. a fucking difference yeah because you know, I can pretty much promise you, uh, black people are not killing other black people because they're black. Yeah, Accurate. That's, that's not a, a starter for that's, this thing. So yeah, no. All right, let's let, let's see what else he has to say. To be like in the '30s, the blacks were self-sustaining. They had uh, wonderful families. They had oh my God. home ownership. They were in <laughs> business. <laughs> no, they uh, over those years. I, I believe this is when we make is. Uh, when your belief this is system, when, we made fun when of them your for messaging life. takes you outside of what the potential of God is in you mm-hmm. so that you look for something outside of you, then what happens is you start depending on those sources and those sources are not your source. What the shit? Okay. What? Yeah. He, he, no, he sorry. added a lot of God mumbo jumbo yeah. in there and everything, but yeah, it didn't make he any did, sense but, to me. Look, man, but there's a, Put There's a whole lot night. of citation needed there. Put yourself as a, a black American in 1930 and tell me how much better off you were back then. Well, one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, where you actually, you shanty actually towns. had lynching. You had shanty towns. You had Hooverville. Hoovervilles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Hooverville. You Just, know what you did? What you did have in, in the 1930s and the instances of, of racial tensions and vi- and violence was a bit lower actually yeah the 1930s but, was an interesting was, progressive time right right but that was mostly because everybody had a lot of other shit to worry about well in the 1930s uh we started to see the rise of uh female equality yeah uh, if you ever guys uh what is it is it uh my girl friday oh great movie um old old film and it was just made. It was made just before World War II, and uh, it was about a. a it's a. It's a romantic comedy, and it was about a woman who was such a great journalist, an investigative journalist, that all of her male colleagues were begging her not to retire <laughs> and go start a family in the country because she was sick of the rat race, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she ends up not retiring. Like <laughs> it's great, 
Um, but they, they, we, we started to see some progress. Um, we started to see black culture creating its own uh, economies. They started having thriving communities. And then we bombed one of them, literally bombed one of their, like a whole block, like a whole community yeah. destroyed. Uh, because if blacks think they're okay, whitey has, like white men in suits has to just slap them down as hard as possible. Um, but th- no, there was some interesting things going on in the 1930s, just pre World War One, just barely mm-hmm. pre World One, World War One. Um, we, we they were we were recovering from the Great Depression. Uh, there was infrastructure. It, th- there was some interesting things happening, and we were we were on a path to progressivism. Like that really was happening. Before I get mm-hmm. angry letters here, Felicia is well aware that the 1930s were not when World War One happened. I don't want it, it well, sounded like right. that, but that's not when World War One happened. It happened. No, no, no. It was post- post- but I'm just saying I, I'm making sure that people understand that before I get a, a stupid email right. like, "Oh, you fucking libtard!" Don't know when World. Uh, no, no, we're well aware. We're well aware. Thank you very much. <laughs> like specifically, yeah. I know the. Oh, Jenny, sorry. I don't want sorry. I, the way I heard it, I was like, "Uh oh, someone's going to say something." <laughs> I, see, I see how the way I word it could be misconstrued Cor- that way. But no, I was department. talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I was talking about the culture Post. that had emerged from, after. Yes. Yes. Right. From, from the era yeah. of World War One and the Great Depression, the culture right. that had started a path to progressivism and more socialistic policies. Mm-hmm. And then World War Two happened, and everything went to shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Tuskegee Airmen and all the other bullshit. There, there, you know, yeah, Canada. there, there was some shit. Mm-hmm. And Jesse Owens and all that fun stuff where Hitler's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not gonna let that darky in my country. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, but they had it so much better than 1930s. Pat, you remember no, the 1930s, don't you? <laughs> definitely didn't. There was some good strides being made, but that does not mean better. <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah, we. I'm pretty sure we can. We can. We can empirically say they did not. No, well, nobody had it better in the 1930s, but but it was most definitely not better for Black Americans in the 1930s. Remember the rant a couple of weeks ago about how I'm like the way back machine where everybody's like, don't you remember? It's so much easier. No, no, no. no. (laughs) It was still a very real problem in the 1930s. Like, Mm. vaccine uh, viruses that we deal with, with with vaccines now. Vaccinate your fucking kids. Yeah. How about insulin? Insulin wasn't a thing back then either. So, <laughs> what? How about just fucking ibuprofen? No, in the 1930s, we were still dosing kids with cocaine. Can yep. we go back to the 30s? Like, Man, <laughs> you know, now that you mention that, <laughs> let's... I always love. I love. You know. YouTubing Fuck. the the uh, the Flintstone cigarette commercials, I still love looking. At those <laughs> I'm like, this Man. is a touchstone for the generation that they were in, and that was I, way after the 1930s. That was way after the yeah. 1930s. You know, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm just gonna start bringing that kind of stuff up when people talk about. But about the good old days, like yeah, fuck, weed was legal. You could get a prescription for cocaine and heroin. Fuck, you know, you could kill Maybe somebody and get away with it. And... Salesman who poison literally poisoned kids with belladonna. Oh wait, yeah. no, that <laughs> oh, yeah. happened a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so people don't fuck with Felicia. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> I like my history. All right, we're jumping to the next one. Next up, we have David Barton. 
and I'm not drunk or anything. I'm just I slurred there for some reason. Who wants to mislead his audience on parables and voter turnout? So here we go. Come back to this thing. Of, am I going to vote? You don't have a right to vote. You have a responsibility to vote. That's wrong. Uh, Immediately no. out of the things, gate, wrong. <laughs> yeah. Two things are not mutually exclusive. Uh, you, no, got, so you don't have a responsibility about you have a duty. Yeah. As a citizen, you have a duty mm-hmm. to do it. But it's also a right. And considering yes. how many people didn't turn up to vote this time, I'm wondering how much voter suppression happened, as well as, you know, just people being... Suppression, intimidation, it, so. and, yes, and blase. See my mm-hmm. rant. See my yes. rant. We, we got rants. I specified, oh, I specified rants. the difference between people who couldn't, mm-hmm. and I do include people who felt intimidated. Like, I didn't say that mm-hmm. in the rant, but that's my personal opinion is, yeah. yeah, like, if you felt like you couldn't do it, like, I don't include you in it. Yep. Um, but people who didn't, and go listen Just to me on Brainstorm did. because I said some amazing shit on like four beers. I was like, I found myself as I'm saying it, I'm like, this is fucking brilliant. As most drunk <laughs> people do, but <laughs> <laughs> I have some of my best ideas under wine. Hey yes, yo. indeed. So here we go, David Barton. Anyway, he's wrong already. Wrong. But, but we already knew David Barton was wrong. He's always fucking wrong because hundred percent voter turnout. No, that doesn't happen. Duty Never has ever happened. God damn it. Only in like dictatorships does hundred percent voter turnout happen. Because you vote or you die. Put you vote. That motherfucker voter die. <laughs> the <conquest. laughs> All right, here. Not an option. You do not get to choose. You do. You honestly yeah, do, guys. You do. It's selfish. Well, I, I don't like anybody. I'm not going to vote. Oh, that's selfishness. It's not your vote. It's God's vote. He didn't give to us. Oh, no. Matter of fact, we have two no. parables. One mm-hmm. Matthew 20. Okay, before he gets into parables and everything. No. I was kind of with him about the whole selfishness thing there for a minute. I agree. I do agree. Like, yeah. I don't like either of them. Shut the fuck up. Grownups have to make hard decisions. I was right. with him well, there. Yeah. Until but even, that's even, not your vote. Even not voting, even not voting is still making a choice. You're, you're, just, say, you're just saying, I'm going to go ahead and let everybody else choose. Yeah. Either, but that's... Like Colin Kaepernick did. <laughs> yeah. What the shit, Colin? Yeah, what the what shit the was fuck, that, bro? Well, I can understand it's a form of protest, and also he is in California, right. where probably his vote doesn't count <laughs> because <laughs> he it, it, it went it, like immediately, like before one percent of precincts voted in. It was like California has been decided for Hillary Clinton. I was like, well, of fucking course it was. <laughs> <laughs> and that number keeps continuing to grow in her favor. There, by the way, like, oh, oh man, she's got more than one percent more than Trump in the popular vote. That's, mm-hmm. That is just heart wrenching. She, really- she got gored. It's terrible. Anyway, she got dude. bored worse than gore. Yeah, so yeah. we have we have parables and everything. So here we go. Let's let's slog through the Christian shit. Here we go. Five one Luke nineteen, where the, the master gave the the servants all a trust. He said, "You guys be stewards of this till I get back." Came back, one guy hadn't done anything with it. He's the guy who got in trouble. You see, God says, "Hey, I've, I've created this this government, and over here in America, I've given you a, a system of self government. Now I'm giving you the government. I'm giving you a vote. You guys take care of it till I get back." Luke nineteen thirteen. You occupy. Where did he I go? Come. What? He comes back. What'd you do? That Why nineteen thirteen? Wait, I'm confused. Why nineteen thirteen? No, I just, I just find it interesting. Like I've given you the government. You guys go ahead and take care of this until I get back. That sounds like God saying, "Hold my beer." You know? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's if a- God is gone. And, you know, we're waiting for him to come back. Where is he? Is he off <laughs> fighting Lord Zenu somewhere? Is he 
<laughs> what is more was fucking the, important? I, you know. Oh wait, you know those other alien races he created. That's right. I That's thought he was he omnipresent, omnipotent, omnibenevolent, benevolent, omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient. That was what yeah. I'm looking for. Omniscient. Yo, he is. He just doesn't care. Well, That's then what he needs give us this government. Yeah. Because <laughs> how can you be omnipotent uh, and not care? And uh, if the vote really and- wasn't going your way, God. Couldn't you change it? I mean, you could. Yeah, you, yeah, you, think could you could very easily yeah. go, boop, and I've changed it right there. Michelle Bachman had a video, thankfully I'm not playing for you guys today, where she talks about at this time during the election on when Trump and Clinton were going at each other, this is God's hand right here where the graph like swapped, you know, between like, you know, they were running, they were running parallels <laughs> and everything where like one person was winning and then all of a sudden it swapped and it went to the other way and it's like, Hillary no, that... That's how a 50-50 chart works, you fucking idiot. You know, of course it's going to dip down like that when someone starts losing. Hillary is a Christian. She's a good Christian. She's done Bible class. She's a Lutheran. Oh, (laughs) she's the wrong kind of Christian. I get it. She's not the... Uh, She's also... also, She was also a radical feminist and civil Mm -hmm. rights activist. Like, How dare she wants a job outside the house? Ew. She wouldn't even take her husband's name at first. Yeah. That's my wife. <laughs> hey, that was me. I never you, took my you husband's look for, name. You look for Mrs. X, you're not going to find it. Nope. Good. <laughs> hey, Kyle, I feel like you know that story, too. Oh, yeah, yeah I have, do. We have a bit of a story behind that. For another time. <laughs> for another time. <laughs> no, but, but like, oh, she was... A, oh, but she is. She's a good Christian in her interpretation. Like she's a true believing Christian, like good Christian. I don't really give a shit about because mm-hmm. for me, it's like all. Why can't I get a speaking tour like David Barton? Why Why can't I just go out there and say <laughs> just nonsense bullshit? I honestly need to stop listening to my morality and my, you know, my my conscience and just start duping the fuck out of people. I'm gonna become a a hard right Christian because I'll have a Prosperity interesting charity gospel I'll have an interesting story to tell him how I was an atheist an anti-theist I hated God and all of a sudden I became a Christian Prosperity gospel <laughs> I will make so much fucking money so much money 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 and in my, well, yeah, in my secret life hey, you, like, you, I'm not a Christian Fuck you've gone. dug you've we've dug into this so much that <laughs> it would be so easy. We know all the beats and the talking points. Well, and and I, oh, it'd be so easy. And but like I'd hate myself. Like oh I, yeah, I quit a dog. Uh, I, I, I quit a, a dog day doggy daycare because I watched a guy kick a dog, like one dog. And yes, I still feel sick about that. And no, it's not okay. <laughs> I quit uh, Toys like, R Us after one day of work. <laughs> like I saw, like I, I watched the owner kick a dog, and I was like, "I'm out." Like I couldn't do it, you guys. Like I couldn't do it. Like one, oh, my kid, Uh-oh. like tries to kill themselves. Not even successful, and I, I couldn't live with myself. Oh, you're moving on. That was depressing. Yeah, yeah David Hi. Barton. Yeah, back to you know what's neat? Boobs. Boobs are neat. Yeah. Decided- I haven't seen boobs in a long time. I miss boobs. I need boobs in my life. Actually, if you watch Westworld, you get a lot of boobs. A lot of boobs. And a lot of dick, too. There's a lot of dick. Like, no erect dick, though. Yeah, but that one black guy's flaccid one was like, wow. (laughs) That's 
slightly terrifying to me, so it doesn't do any. Yeah, that, that's true. We we heard your story about that before on a patron show. <laughs> <laughs> so donate, donate, and you guys can hear all the wonderful stories that we tell you tell other people. <laughs> oh God, we have one listener. Uh, here we go. Not to do anything with the stewardship they had been given. See, that's not an option. You don't have a right to vote. We get this wrong in schools. You have to the audience and nothing but white people. It's a duty to vote. And and because we used to teach it, we had the first elections in America in 1619. I can show you that for over two centuries, we had 100% voter turnout in America. No, we didn't. because we taught that this. Wait, is are you talking about the white landowning men? It's not the only vote. people you have to do something with it. You have to be a good steward of, and it's, that's where righteousness exalts. Okay, I'm done with him. I can't listen to this shit anymore. I I don't think there's ever been an election in American history unless it was like an election. Kyle, you're muted. Uh, unless there was like um, six people voting, and all of a sudden all yeah. six people showed up to vote. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. No, like in the very fir- very first elections that ever took place in this country. Yeah, it's it's entirely possible there that there was one hundred percent turnout, but that was a very small population. If you're talking like governors very... of the colonies coming together to have Congress, you know, right. It was very small because you had to, like, the first votes were, the first votes in the country took place during, like, the, the, the Constitutional Congress. White men. The, the white convention. The Constitutional Convention. Wealthy w- white landowning men were right. the only ones who got to vote. Right. That's... <laughs> It was that's not 1% of the population. That's not even, that's ha- not, that's half a percent of the population currently. Like you get a hundred percent voter turnout for that. And I mean, it's not going to happen. First yeah. of all, second yeah. of all. Okay. <laughs> it's not like they had to miss work to go vote. No. David Barton is a lying fuckhead. Yep. He's there definitely he lying. He's definitely. And because he thinks that see. happened in the 1600s too. I would. What, what you said? Nineteen sixteen was the first election. No, 16 no, no, something. Oh, oh, yeah. my just broke and was like it made it more realistic. Um, it was definitely not the sixteen, no. unless he's talking about the colonies, and then it would have been like twelve dudes, and that would yeah. have been specific colonies, and that's yeah. the most retarded. And how? Oh, okay, oh, just fine. Like yeah. they would have been required to be there. Yeah. And they would have been Puritans. And they would have been shitty anyways. And half their colony would have died. And the other half of that remaining would have defected to the Native Americans. Now it's, uh, and our, oh, and our, okay. our so look, looking into fine, fine. Bringing, bringing this up, <laughs> we had a population in 1625 in the American colonies of 1980 people. 1,980. Mm-hmm. It's not completely that unbelievable that this could be a 100% voting kind of thing. I, I, I might be able, be able to concede that. But you're talking about voting in a small building's okay. worth of people versus... Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Right. I, I got to step, step in here. Ugh. No, we didn't have 1,980 people. We had 1,980 white people because we weren't counting the natives who owned this place. Well, they had no, right. they had no, uh, you know, they had no belief of ownership back then, you know. <laughs> because they, they figured everybody could use it, you know. How about well, that? Well, they they did have sense of ownership, but they also had a sense of you know, you know, this is like, for everybody. Sure. You know? <laughs> yeah, and and also we stole our mm. 
particular system of democracy from the five noble tribes. Like that's what we call right. it, or yeah, like noble savages or I can't remember what it was called, but it was something like they were like good savages. We stole our form of democracy from them. I mean, mm-hmm. Indian outlaw, half Cherokee and Choctaw. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a Choctaw was one of them. I, Cherokee I'm just, was, it was terrible fucking country music songs. So. Yeah. Okay. So the population in eighteen twenty in sixteen twenty five was nineteen hundred eighty. Do you guys want to guess how many slaves were imported into colonial America between sixteen twenty and seventeen hundred? <laughs> Any guesses? Uh, Bet they quite out- a bit more than that. Twenty one thousand. Oh shit! They outnumber the white people. What well, a fuck and back then they had the the three fifths clause, you know. So, mm-hmm. but, but that went to the landowner, not the slave themselves. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so David Barton, yeah. seriously, David man. Barton would use that excuse as like, "Well, see, black people can't be trusted to vote," and I'm I feel sick. Just like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go to something <laughs> yeah. that David Barton is doing like that, where you're actually having to talk, like have him just talk at you. I would love to have an interaction with him and just it, like interrupt you, like, "Excuse me, excuse that's, me, that's that's not accurate." What does God need with the starship? <laughs> <laughs> what does God need with an election? Favorite line of that movie. <laughs> what does God need with the sports team? Yeah, exactly. Okay, we're going <laughs> to move on to the last Pat Robertson, so give us one second. Okay, last one that we have here is, like I said, Pat Robertson. And he's talking to the same no-name person of color, which, you know, could be racist on my part that I'm not looking up this guy, but I, I, I'm willing to concede that. But, uh, no, because this guy's racist as fuck. Anyway, that's weird, Felicia. You got a fly in that room, and I keep seeing it going past the camera. I know. It's driving. Why do we have flies in mid-November? This because is not right. global climate change is a hoax perpetrated by the Chinese. I definitely didn't catch the fly. No. Damn it. Chinese flies. <laughs> Mid-November, people, in Utah, and it's like 70 degrees. Mm-hmm. Global warming. I am wearing a, a sundress. I didn't wear a jacket today. I'm wearing a sundress. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful today. But the fact is, that horrifies me because it's mid November. Yeah, it's slightly mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. So, anyway, like I said, Pat Robertson, random black guy. Here we go. You know, blacks don't need anybody to kill them anymore because the left, yeah, you know, through Planned Parenthood, has been trying to slow down the birth rate of the what he's called. Oh, fuck you. The left. Let's blame the left for everything. When is the left, and I'm I'm blaming the left here, when are we going to grow a set of balls and play the same fucking game these people do? When are we going to, like, we need, I I mean, we do it on this show because we're angry as fuck (laughs) lefties. But the thing is, when is mainstream, you know, liberal America going to stop munching granola and be like, fuck you, right wing, fuck you. We're going to stand up for this shit. God, because we have this obsession with the high road. No, we need to wallow in pig shit like the right does, because honestly, <laughs> that gets results. Yeah, it does. No, it actually it works. It really does. It works. Yeah. Because my that's all America did, My knows campaign of. did an experiment. We did like a scientific experiment, and it's mm-hmm. negative. That works. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So next time, Hillary, I mean, I'm not blaming the Hillary campaign, but her advisors have said, you know, when they, when they, what is it? When they say, go, when they go low, we go high, whatever the fuck. Yeah. It <sighs> and they believe that those people are non producers 
they should uh, they should not be alive. And they did it by playing on a wound. And the wound mm -hmm. was slavery. And they told women, <sighs> you can make choice over your own body. You got to stop letting people decide for you if you should have the babies or not. Yes. Yes, you nailed it. There it is. Yes. Black women, you get to make choices over your own body and nobody gets to tell you what to do with it otherwise. There, you said the right thing. But the right, their head explodes by the fact that the person who set up Planned Parenthood was a eugenics supporter. And she was. Yeah. Be like, we've moved past that. <laughs> she, she also was a big civil rights activist. Mm-hmm. Be like, I don't see people stop eating cornflakes because of Kellogg, you know? I don't see anybody... <laughs> You know, like was cutting crazy. up baby dicks. Yeah, go watch uh, The Road to Wellville. Uh, oh more, my more god. For you guys out there. <laughs> Kellogg was fucking insane. Cutting up. He wanted to burn off girls' clitorises with acid. Yeah, mm -hmm. he, was for, he was for FGM and MGM because, you know, that kept you from masturbating. And that, mm -hmm. was, a, that was a bad thing, according to him. You should eat more cornflakes. Which I'm not going to lie, I fucking love cornflakes. <laughs> I don't eat cereal anymore. It's just too risky with the sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Regular ass cornflakes with a little bit of like, little tiny bit of sprinkle on the sugar and some milk. Mm, love that shit. We played into that. Well, you know, Margaret Sanger was the head. She was oh, here we go. a black yep. Christian I jumped ahead. to be like a, a Judas goat to lead the blacks to genocide. A Judas you remember goat? Remember that? Oh. Jesus. See, they picked Martin Wait, King. is he like There's... is he talking about that movie? The the Vivitch? The Vivitch? The Vivitch? The Vivitch? <laughs> with, with what was the goat's name? The uh Black Black Samuel? And I've been watching a lot of Harry Potter, so I'm keep thinking like, can you get a Bezor from the goat's Because <laughs> Ron's gonna need that to cure that portion that uh that potion that he drank from Slugworth's uh Do you think Slughorn, that... Slughorn, sorry, Slughorn. Do they like? Is there a magic spell that just goes um, fetus goodbyeus and it's asshole disaparo? There we go. Yes. <laughs> this person, you remember? Before that, W. E. B. Du Bois. Yeah. And and this woman, she was the one that really substantiated and, and validated what was under Charles Darwin's book, Origin of Species. Okay. Subtitle. Stop no, it. Wrong. Mm -mm. Wrong. Mm -mm. Charles Wrong. Darwin's book was Wrong. used badly. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> wrong. So very, very wrong. Wrong. Yes. Origin of <laughs> species had nothing to do with black people. No, it did not. And interestingly enough, no. I, I actually have a uh, picture I got from uh, Emger earlier tonight from uh, a Reddit article that I was reading where they were talking about a Pakistani biology book, and it has a Facts about the creation of living organisms. This is a, a textbook in English, but it, it, just listen to this. This is amazing. The theory of evolution, as proposed by Charles, Dar Charles Darwin in the 19th century, is one of the most unbelievable and irrational claims in history. You know what? No. Stop there. It is, it's not irrational, but it is incredible. Like, it's an incredible claim. It is a like, mind-blowing fucking theory that he came up with. It is a massive claim. Yeah, it is. It's been backed up by mountains. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. And holy right. footballs, we have it. Well, the amazing right. thing is that, like, even Darwin's like, I don't want this to be the truth. I don't want this to be the thing. I don't, I, I, well, I would rather live in what I've always thought the world was. Right. Well, and it wasn't even necessarily that he, 
it wasn't even necessarily that he didn't want it to be true. It was more that he came to some he came to some conclusion conclusions that he himself could not support with the current amount of information and evidence that was available at the he time. Came up with, he came up with a hypothesis and he said, I have right. reason to believe in this hypothesis, uh, right. but I can't, I can't, I can't show the mechanism and boop, a doop, a doop along comes Mendel with his pee pods. <laughs> proves right. genetics. Like at the same right. time, right. Right. he was but, not even aware right. of Darwin. Right. I've always I loved that about science. I, that like, it's yeah. something where you, after, after the fact, you're like, well, fucking, of course. Right, but and at prior the, to that, and at the and at the time, at the time, uh, the Darwin came up with this. the The field of um, geologic chemistry didn't even exist. Right. So it, now we have so there was so there so there wasn't even a way for them to determine the the approximate age of the Earth. Oh, so one of the God, big do problems, I hate it when people talk about fucking carbon dating and how it's wrong and like, that's well, it's, not yeah, what they do. that's not no, what that's they not, do. That's, that's not even close to what they do. But at the time he had with his, with his, his theories and what he was finding, he couldn't reconcile it with how much time it would take because he didn't have an, a concept of how old the earth or the universe was. You remember and that? that was like one of these big things. Remember how not to, mention, the, not to mention the lack of fossil record at that time. Remember earlier in the show when I was talking about family members being mad at me for, you know, spouting truth. <laughs> right. Uh, there was a, we went to get family pictures done today. And mm -hmm. at this, uh, we went to the botanical gardens here in Ogden and it's nice out there. It's, it's really nice, but mm -hmm. they, they're working on making it more pretty. And they had these beautiful like sandstone. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sandstone, um, rocks that they had been getting ready to like place and mm. stuff so it's like it's in a hopper ready for them to put it into wherever it needs to go right and so you have all of these beautiful layers layer after layer of different sediment and stuff like right. that so i'm talking to the family members i'm like man could you I, I just i see this this sandstone and i'm like man just look at the layers there that's fucking amazing how how long it took for those layers to be to to show up there and, and we're just taking it as you know for granted we're using it as decoration, but I'm looking at it and I'm like going, how many millions of years of shit had to settle to and be compressed mm -hmm. for this to actually happen? Oh, if these rocks could tell stories. Oh, and man, <laughs> like they're like, yeah, no, that's kind of pretty. And I'm like, you guys just you don't conceded. Understand. You just conceded that your Christianity is fucking stupid because your Christianity for it to work would take 6,000 years. God my, would have literally... Yeah, exactly. My... Yeah. my 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 rocks prove your Christianity wrong. <laughs> one rabbit, one rabbit in the pre-Cambrian so layers times. of any. I know I've said it. I've, I'm going to keep so using it so many times. <laughs> I'm going to keep using it. One fucking rabbit in any pre-Cambrian layer. It's done. We're done. Mm -hmm. Collect your Nobel Prize. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> like that's it. No, collect your yeah. collect, collect all your, your ninety thousand or whatever the fuck it is nowadays. It's it's a lot. <laughs> just just find <laughs> one rabbit. What? It doesn't even yeah. be a rabbit. A seashell. <laughs> exactly. All right, yeah. let's finish up here. That book was the preservation of favorite races and the struggle for life. That book was about eugenics. Mm. No, it wasn't. And this woman through nope. Planned Parenthood. Actually, wasn't. Wasn't so with Planned Parenthood. 
the birth rate of what they call the dysgenics. The dysgenics. Matter of fact, this particular candidate, this woman, I'm, I'm Pat, say, you believe anything? Use that term while she's been running for election. Because I said, where did she get that from? Well, she had to have gotten that from this idea of eugenics. She, I've never heard that. She talked about the deplorables, but she talked about dysgenics. The dysgenics. She used that term? Yeah, she certainly did. And, and no, she did easily not. Findable. And so I no, said, she must no. understand what many blacks don't understand. That, like, just recently she was on with Jay-Z, did a concert. Yeah. Sorry, I, I finally got the guy's name. It's Wellington Boone. Oh, that's a stage okay. name. If I've ever heard one in my fucking life, uh, it has to be. <laughs> oh, well, shit, I go by X. I mean, what the fuck do you expect there? <laughs> this guy was cursing and saying all kind of f bombs and oh, and because that, that automatically W's. makes your argument. And she gets up there wrong. and she says, "We're all unified." It's a woman. Get, give me two sentences that of, of his lyrics that you know about. Mm-hmm. You're not for those people. You're using those people. I don't know where that devolved to. I honestly don't. I, I, do, I, don't, I don't either. I don't either. But you I know how many times love- my arguments have been like, they're like, you used a swear, you lose. I'm like, oh, Fuck you're great. You. <laughs> you're naughty words. Are you an adult? Grow the fuck up. My kids. <laughs> Kyle, maybe you can agree with me here, but your kids yeah. hear what what Americans quote as naughty language, right? Oh like, yes, they're not adverse to hearing a fuck a damn a shit, you know, something like that. Oh yeah, no, I I and I hear it coming from my kids too, particularly yeah. when they're playing when they're when they're playing their their video games in their bedrooms, and I can <laughs> I hear my son go fucking damn it. See, and I'm not adverse because <laughs> and I, I just. I just pretend I didn't. I didn't hear that. He's he's alone in his room. I'm not gonna make a big deal out of that, right? Because um, he for me he doesn't say it at school. He doesn't say it around his friends. Exactly. I, I'm okay. My my point I, is I, is that when the argument when that happens, I tell my mm-hmm. kids, look, there's appropriate speech for certain areas, right? Like mm-hmm. my and I'd rather have my kids learn how to use cuss words when they're younger as opposed to me playing catch up at 13 or 14. Yeah. Because I, I don't know if you guys grew up with the, uh, I had really oppressive religious parents growing up. And so mm-hmm. like me, me learning cuss words was like, I'm 13. My parents aren't around. I'm in junior high. and be like, well, fuck shit. You know, God, God damn shit. Fucking asshole. You know, it's like, like I was just trying to learn and I'm, I'm making a terrible example because it's hard to misuse. <laughs> now. It is. Yeah. Cause it's just inherent now, but, uh, well, I've got a great example of like shit my, fuck. Re- <laughs> <laughs> <There you go. laughs> shit fuck. I've actually said that like <laughs> genuinely, that's, that's, but, but not as an, like, not, not, a, not, not as literally. A, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you, <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I, I, I'm not one to judge many kinks, but shit fuckery is one that I'm like, no, I don't get it. Nope. I don't get it. I'm out. <laughs> Incest is another one. Out. Yeah. No. Uh, mm. uh, berries. So I was out in the backyard. <laughs> I love how you call it. <laughs> I know. I get to call it. That's yeah. right. Queen of blueberries here. I was out in the backyard with a certain four year old recently, and uh, the dog ran out through the hole in the fence. And I called him back and I'm like, shithead. And I go, I turned to the four-year-old and I go, don't say that. And he goes, I didn't say shithead. 
<laughs> and I go, no, dude, you can't even say it back to me. Mine. Why not? And I go, because some people get really upset when kids swear. Like, I don't, but you can't. Mm-hmm. Because some my... people get upset. I'm not your parent. <laughs> yeah, my, my wife took my, say it again. <laughs> my oldest to uh, go shopping the other day at Target. And that's just one of my wife's like favorite places to shop. And she took my oldest and she found a sweater that she really liked. And she's like, damn! Like the sweater that she found. <laughs> and she's like, what are you doing? You're not supposed to say that out loud in the middle of shopping and stuff. She's like, but I really like the sweater. <laughs> so it was just amazing that I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of inappropriate for the usage. We'll work on that, you know? Yeah. Like, you, like, sweaters don't get a damn. I, I'm not a, I'm not the well, kind of parent if, where, where if, I tell my kids. really cool, they do. I'm not the kind of parent where I tell a kid, look, this is a naughty word. There's no such thing in my family. There's no such thing as a naughty yeah. word in my family. There's an inappropriate place to use this word. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I've studied way too much Japanese culture to know that like you don't use, you don't say something bad because there's honestly no mm-hmm. such thing as a bad word. There's just a wrong time to use it. And that, right, that comes yeah. from me being a, stu- a, a student of language kind of thing. I, I, mm-hmm. I Japanese, but. Yes, there's, there's wrong time. There's a wrong time. There's a wrong place. There's a wrong audience. Yes, indeed. And Those I tell, are my, I tell my kids all the time, I'm like, look, you go to school out here. I'm not going to say where, but you go to school out here where cows are the major population. You know, so <laughs> using words like that would probably be something that people would be like, <gasps> clutching at their pearls going, oh, my goodness, this kid is saying such terrible language. <laughs> like, for me, I'm like, I'm proud of you, kid. That's That's the appropriate time to use that. That's a great time to use that. Well, this this four year old when he's like when he responded back, I didn't say shithead. He was right, like until he said it. Like and he and he didn't like you. just said it like it was any other word. And I'm like, yeah, not get it, dude. Oh, okay. I'm waiting for the uh, the Jay and, and Silent it- Bob moment where my kid says fuck, fuck, motherfucking. Motherfuck. <laughs> I, I was actually surprised with my non uh, plusness, like his like mm-hmm. said shithead to me, and I'm like. Yeah, it, you know, I'm not. It doesn't really sound wrong coming from you, like especially in the context <laughs> of the sentence, right? He's like, but I didn't. Yeah. You're like, he's like, I hadn't already said it. Don't. Why are you telling me not to say it, right? And like, and obviously he was using it because I just told him not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just amazing that Pat Robertson needs to say, you know, like uh, his guest needs to say, oh, they were dropping f bomb bombs all over the place. Be like, there's a perfectly appropriate time and place for anybody to say the, the word fuck that is the most yeah. versatile word in the in the american english dictionary. oh yeah it is we use it and there's here. nothing wrong with it and all and i i would <laughs> all yeah. the fucking and i would time. also <laughs> i would also really love and this is never going to happen but i would love for hillary clinton to take him up on his challenge <laughs> because I can almost guarantee you that she could do several of his songs line for line. <laughs> That'd be funny. She does carry hot sauce, hot sauce in her bag. Yes, yeah, she does. She actually, she actually is a big fan of hot sauce. Like yeah. that wasn't pandering. Like I, I think we called her out on that show as pandering, but like I looked <laughs> into it. No, she's been a big fan of hot sauce for a I, long time. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I, make it I would never call anybody out on carrying hot sauce as pandering no, at all. I, ever. I've, no. I've found it in my 
my repertoire of things that I do, which is mm-hmm. to most people be like, that's fucking weird X. What the fuck are you doing? Like I, if, anytime I find out I'm going to like a pizza place, I will bring like my Carolina Reaper powder with me because I, oh. I need, I need hot shit on my pizza because it, like <laughs> most food nowadays, I'm like, Oh, this is yummy. But it's missing that one key thing, which is a kick in the fucking mouth. That's what I really <laughs> And so I found myself going to a pizza pie, pizza place, not pizza pie, pizza pie cafe. Ugh, ugh, that place is terrible. Don't go there. Don't ever go there. <laughs> Sadly, my kids like that place. But... Shit, what were we talking about? We we're talking about Pat Robertson and everything. Anyway, yeah. we're, we're done we with that. More... Yeah. We're done with that. We're going to go ahead and jump <laughs> off of Fun with Real Audio. So hopefully, you guys. Enjoyed what you guys got this week. We're not doing more. That's three. Three, we're done. We did two last week. We did three this week. We're done. We're going to jump into our rants, and we're going to call it quits because we have one last thing to do, which is the patron show. So anyway, Utah Outcasts, this is Kyle X. Felicia, we'll be right back. Hey, y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast, and I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck, and if you listen to my podcast... I'm gonna learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff and teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. Okay, we're back and it's time for rants. And uh, I'm gonna start it off tonight. I don't know if Kyle or Felicia has anything they want to bring up, but you have a rant from X tonight, so this is your, This is what it is. This is how it goes. The closet is real, folks, and it's deep as fucking depressing. Nearly everyone living right now has been in the closet in one form or another, especially people in the LGBT community know exactly what I'm talking about and what exactly what it's like. Atheists also know exactly what it's like. It's no fun, and to be completely honest, it's, something, it's not something I suggest people live with at all. So please, by all means, come out of the closet as soon as it's safe for you to do so. Don't marginalize others that are in the process of escaping. And for the love of Crom, please have a little bit of empathy because it sucks. Now, onto the turn. So, uh, you know, I can't let it just slide like that. So, in this election season, I've been witness to many people putting themselves into the closet. Not minorities not less fortunate people. I'm talking about conservatives that are racist and sexist and that are xenophobic. And there's lots of people out there that say like, oh, well, all of you guys on the left are saying this. Yeah, you voted in Trump. He ran on fucking sexist, racist, xenophobic fucking platform. Hell, I bet that there are many people who claim to be progressives that are the same way. But for some reason... They pulled the lever for Donald Donald Trump in the in the voting booth. This is a man who personifies all of three these three things that are traits. Oh fuck! God damn it! Let me stop. Hang on. This is a man who personifies all three of those traits. A seventy-year-old bully who, even after becoming president-elect, continues. To be an asshole to everyone and everything opposing him. I saw on Twitter today where he's like, oh, you uh, you guys uh, that are having uh, problems with me winning the election. Let's go ahead. If you're protesting me, you're automatically wrong. So 
His wonderful speech about him healing divisions, smokescreen. Him saying that he would come to Washington to change things, yet another smokescreen. The majority of his voters knew exactly what they were voting for. I'm speaking specifically about those who claim one way and then vote in opposition to that. Simply look at the polls running into the election. Hillary had him red-assed beat. This, of course, is according to people who in exit polls said that, oh yeah, of course I'm going to be voting for Hillary. Of course, yeah, why wouldn't I vote for Hillary? I'm not going to vote for Trump. Nobody will vote for Trump. That's where the lie happened here. Too many people have decided that they're going to lie to everybody in the world by saying, like, hashtag, never Trump. Hashtag, I'm with her, or anything of the sort. And then, at the same time, when they go into the voting booth, they vote for Donald Trump. These are people who have put themselves into a closet of sorts. I'm not going to say the closet, because we all know that, that the closet is how you escape not being who you truly are. This is the closet where people are putting themselves into because they claim that they are one way, while in the meantime, being something completely different. These are the people that are racist. These are the people that are supportive of the KKK. These are the people that are supportive of Donald fucking Trump, even though every single one of them said, oh, there's no way I could vote for that guy. I know personally at my job, there is a guy that said, there's no way in hell that I could possibly vote for Donald Trump. Yet, for some reason, he won Utah with amazing fucking numbers. Does that not strike anybody else as ex exceedingly hypocrit uh, uh, hypocritical at all? These people that claim to have a truth claim, the ones that say that, you know, we are, we are of this certain tribe of, of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that think that all women are equal, all women deserve respect, and all women deserve this or that and the other thing. Yet, more than 60% of this fucking state voted for Donald Trump. Put yourself in the closet much there, people. You know, honestly, I wish you guys would come out with this. I wish you would come out of the closet and say, Yes, I am a racist. Yes, I am a sexist. Yes, I am old as fuck and I wish the country would go back to being the way it was before them darkies were able to vote for people. Yes, I wish the faggots would be able to go back into their closet. Yes, I wish those people that think that they're women when they're actually men that just disgust me would go away. I want them to come out with this shit. I want them to be public with this stuff. I want to be able to point at whoever it is that's saying this shit and be like, I can't wait till you fucking die. Only then, when people are completely honest with themselves, will we be able to say that this country is going to be able to improve. When I look at the election map and I see that millennials, 90% of them in this United States, voted for Hillary Clinton. When I see that the only holdout states are piece of shit garbage states like Idaho or, or fucking Minnesota, not Minnesota, uh, Montana. When I see that stuff, it gives me hope because I understand that, you know, it takes a long time for good ideas to reach the old and the infirmed. 
I can't wait for the fucking baby boomer generation to die. Because only then will we finally be able to make fucking progress as a country and be able to assume the, the fucking role of being the best nation on the planet. It's just sad that it's going to take so much goddamn time, work, and energy for us to block the shit that Trump's going to put out, the shit that, tr- that Pence is going to be putting out. Everything that all of these alt-right assholes are going to be cheering for. Because it doesn't affect them. It doesn't affect the alt-right. It doesn't affect the privileged white male cisgendered fucking people of the world out there. It doesn't affect you. Oh, yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. I'm going to send those Mexicans back to America, back to South America, because that's how we do things. Come the fuck out of the closet and be brave about what the fuck you believe. Otherwise, get the fuck out of our way and let progress take over. End rant. Good rant. Good rant. (sighs) I'm spent. (laughs) (laughs) And I wish I had a couple of less drinks in me, otherwise I wouldn't have stumbled as much. (laughs) But anyway, that's how we do on Utah Outcast. Yay, this is our game because the week fucking sucks. (laughs) It does. It absolutely does. What about you guys? Do you have anything you want to add to it or... Oh no, I'm I'm gonna save mine for next week because I, I I need I need to perfect this. Yeah, uh, and I'm but yeah, have to transcribe a lot of that. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. I've yeah. got a. Yeah, no, I don't have anything right now. Okay, so that's no. gonna do it for this this week's episode. Uh, we're out to head. To, we're out to go record the Utah Outcast Secret Patreon show, which I know a lot of you are checking out. I need to change the scripting on this. God damn it, X. What are you doing, man? Anyway, uh, check us out. Patreon.com slash Utah Outcast. If you want to con- contribute, a dollar will get you anything that's in our six-month-old catalog of stuff that we have out there. We do all sorts of other stuff. We have the the Atheist Illusion that we did the whole show of, which was like an hour. Oh, Jesus. Like that was a hundred minutes of movie, which was Oh, it was, that was God, it was painful. Uh, let's see. We I still want to do the Ray Comfort episode. I don't know if I'll probably just record. <laughs> I'll read off of Wikipedia and record some shit. Maybe that'll work. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, we've decided that we're going to we're going to be keep doing the the special episodes. We'll we, we'll be doing much more patron stuff in the future. So let us know what you want to hear about. Uh, but anyway, get in touch with us through our social media empire, through comments on YouTube, voicemail, text, and email. Anyway, uh, thanks to Felicia. Thanks to Kyle for joining me this week. But sadly, this is the part where we must say to you guys, the Outcast will, Outcast will catch you again next week with a brand new episode. But until then, you're welcome. Bonnie. Good night, everybody.
everyone. It's Felicia from the Utah Outcasts. And um, I thought I'd take a day, think about my reaction, and say something about President Donald Trump. Um, I cried a lot. And then I spent a lot of time yesterday sleeping. And uh gonna drink some more whiskey tonight. because uh, I'm still not okay. I'm really scared. And I feel like the fight has gone out of me a bit. Um part of me feels like the fight's hopeless. Like white men just white men in suits just keep winning. They just, they go and they steal people from Africa and, and then, and then enslave them for hundreds of years. And then once they're finally freed and they have a victory, they slap them down again and, and make fun of them for eating watermelon and institute Jim Crow laws and create an entire culture that, that, dehumanizes them for till now like it's still going on and then we defeat jim crow laws and and america gets to celebrate again and 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 people we have the civil rights movement and we guarantee the right to vote in the voting rights act and 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 then reagan happens and white men once again slap them down and we have the war on drugs and we the uh, people of color and women again are slapped down and they these old white men in suits reach out their hand to a few select white boys who would have been on our side who have lived there with us and then they reach they lift them up and then they see themselves as better as well and then those what were our allies white men get now get their own suits and then they grow old and then we elect barack obama first black president <laughs> he was the first black president it was amazing it and he had progressive policies and we got marriage equality and all these things were happening we were feminism was having a moment like Women were having a moment. We were actually talking about gender roles and the issues of women and, and what we face. And, and we, were, we were pushing forward. And then along comes Hillary Clinton. And I know so many people think Bernie would have won. And, and everyone knows I, I was a Bernie person. I, I went to his rally. I, I was excited. And, I, and now I, I, th I was wrong. I was wrong about Hillary. I was wrong about Hillary. And I, I have to own that. And I do. And I proudly voted for her while wearing white. Just what the suffragettes wore. And I, and I was, I, we were there. We were right there on the cusp of another historic moment. More steps for progress. And then old white men, uh, orange man in a suit galvanizes the poor amongst us the poor whites amongst us and tells them that their jobs are going to mexicans and that muslims are coming to kill their families and he puts women back in their place especially this scary feminist lady running against 
him and and they slap us down again and they've slapped us down with the worst candidate for president since andrew jackson and not only that but they got all the governors they got the house the senate and they're going to definitely confirm any supreme court nominee from donald j trump they have won this time and they have won bigly they won i want to make it perfectly fucking clear right now i blame anyone who could have voted that didn't vote for hillary clinton i blame third party voters and i blame the people who said that they were equally just as bad because they're not they're just not and you had a responsibility to step up and protect the people who needed the protection the most you had a responsibility to vote in the interests of all americans and not just because a loudmouth bully in a cheap suit said that said the things that make your heart go all a flutter and angry because you have to find a way to be superior <sighs> they're not equally bad so i blame anyone who didn't vote for her who could have that being said white people own this one white people voted for trump in the majority we own this one majority of white women dead and that's my group right there and uh we got we've got a lot of work to do to make this right because we've now made this a very very scary world i'm scared <laughs> i'm a woman so i don't know if you guys noticed but donald trump has definitely <laughs> has definitely encouraged a culture in which i don't get to be a full person I'm too fat for Donald Trump anyway. I'm scared. And I'm more scared for the people of color who now have to live in this world. <sighs> so, we have got to step it up. We have got to stand against the injustices. I said earlier that the fight's gone out of me, that the fight seems too big, and it's big. But here's the thing is that white people don't get to quit out this time. White feminists don't get to act like we did our best. We didn't. So we've got to be the ones who stand up for, the for those who are living with injustice, our white men amongst us who, who love us. Your voices are needed. Now, not to speak for us, but to back us up when we speak. And to believe us. 
believe believe the black people when they tell you that the cops stopped them for no reason and that they're afraid for their lives. And believe the women of color when they tell you that people don't even believe they could be intelligent. And believe us when we say that we are being hurt. Don't act like it's not a big deal when somebody grabs us. And believe us when we're assaulted and raped. Just start by believing us. Because there's a lot of people out there, apparently, who don't give a fuck about us. So, um, we don't get to quit. They don't get to stop being people of color. We don't get to quit. And for fuck's sake, next time you vote, are you fucking kidding me right now? All around the world, poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen, World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future, and even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org chosen. At Acuity Insurance, we believe the things you do for your business every day are nothing short of heroic. And you deserve someone equally heroic to protect them. Like the breaking ground on new construction things. The every box and barcode matters things. And the driving the family business forward things. We put our all into covering your business so you can focus on the things you love most. That's the power of heart. Acuity Insurance, wholeheartedly for you.